0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the Car Buddies Podcast. By Rivalry Golf, your host here, Maddie Funkster, coming to you live on Zoom with two of my very, very best friends in the whole wide world. The remaining members of the Rivalry Golf team. Before I get into introducing those two, I would like to say a couple of things. That is, please go give us a follow on Instagram that is at Carp Buddies Pod, and then give Rivalry Golf a follow. That is at Rivalry underscore golf. Underscore, I would also like to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And, Happy Father's Day to my pops back home. I want to say thanks for everything that you do for me, big dog. And Happy Father's Day. We do have some fathers on our rivalry golf team. Make sure those guys have a wonderful, wonderful day today. So, um, thank you guys for listening. So, here we go. Quincy and Urban. Thank you guys for joining me today. We got Culario and EFC to the you know greater nicknames of our team. And I am just absolutely um, honored and looking forward to having you guys on the show today. So, how's it going,
1: fellas? How you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good, man. Trying to watch this uh, U.S. Open.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, You know, we'll get more into that as the show goes on. But um, uh, today is a wonderful day. It is, uh, it is a Sunday. It is the final day of the U.S. Open. Our boy Ricky Fowler is in the hunt. And um, so, you know, we're recording the pod. We're having some drinks. We're watching the final round of the U.S. Open. Uh, it's Father's Day. You know, happy Father's Day to you, Urban. So this is going to be a, a great time. So I, I'm just I'm really pumped up. Uh, for what we are going to have in store for the show today, so um, you know, the first thing that I want to get into, you know, before we talk U.S. Open, Ricky Fowler, all of those things. Um, last week on the pod, all of us kind of gave a background of, you know, where where we came from. What rivalry golf means to us, how we started playing golf, all of those things, and so I'm gonna, you know, I don't have to do mine again because I did it last week with the guys and and got that out there with, for the listeners. But I want both of you to kind of just give us a, a, you know, brief overview of what what rivalry golf means to you, what you think of when you think of rivalry golf, a true meaning, and then you know how you started playing. I, I know a, a common theme last week's show was res golf. That it was super awesome from Brandon and Mike and Darren to share their stories about how they started uh, playing golf. You know. And and I look forward to hearing from you guys. So I'm going to swing it over to, uh, to Urban and let him go ahead and and take off with it. So it's all yours, brother.
2: How's it going, everyone? Well, uh, so rivalry golf for me is uh, it's just it is what it is. You know, uh, the the boys you know, addressed it earlier. You know about you know wingate through rivalry and whatnot you know i don't know about you q the rivalry <laughs> for us was, was always too hatchy you know so like i, no. I just like how through the through boys you know are, are trying to create something with us but it, <laughs>
0: They're trying to keep playing that rivalry card now to to make up oh, for the that, last times the or something
2: wingate. you know what i mean the area yeah. out here every, everyone's yeah. rivalry is wingate so like so, you know, Q and I, we, we know how to take it. We take it from everywhere. You know what I mean? So if we're going to take it, best believe we're going to dish it too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we're spraying and praying everywhere. You know, it's us <laughs> against the world. That's how we see it, baby. <laughs> I know. I, I definitely, I, I'm i a huge, I'm a huge fan of
0: whenever, you know, there's an opportunity for you guys to be out on the course with Mike and Darren and and Brandon and I are kind of in the, you know, background watching and you guys competing against each other um, with that ride I really, I really do enjoy that. So, um, Urban, tell us a little bit about how how you started even playing golf. Like, what got you interested? What are your influences? Uh, where does the passion and love for the game come from?
2: Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you know, first and foremost, you know, that was, that was just a little, a little dig at the boys, you know, but honestly, you know, rivalry golf means, you know, more than just what it was to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's great to have this camaraderie, you know, to have five have our boys go at one another, you know, there's, there's always a competitive side to what we do. And, and, and it's even sweeter, you know, when you get that win, you know what I'm saying? You know, and even if you don't get that win, you know, it's just nice, you know, to, to poke the bear every now and again, you know, that's definitely a win for us that right, Q? Yes,
0: sir.
2: No, <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay, so back back to the question, you know, uh, what got me back, you know, what got me into uh, golf was um, my company, you know, who I work for, uh, they, they've been throwing golf tournaments and whatnot, and I remember when I first signed on with them, they are like, hey, you know, we have a golf tournament coming up in Sandia, you know, come on out, come join us, and, you know, I was like, nah, you no, know, you know, I didn't want to go and do that, you know, because I didn't know how to play the game, I knew I was going to embarrass myself, so I was like, you know, I'm not going to do that, I really didn't want to put myself out out there you know i guess if you will nervous of my vulnerabilities being you know put in on of on course, live. Yeah. Guys, you know what i'm saying so so, you know so that you know with that with that happening you know they kept you know asking like come on let's go play you know we have tournaments we have another tournament coming up you should come join so i was like you know what what the heck you know let's give it a shot let's give it a go so um i just started playing golf before the whole covid thing happened so i I got to see the night and day between golf of of the popularity it was prior to golf or prior to covid and after covid i mean
0: to think that you just like picked up some clubs and uh you know committed to it that wasn't that long ago to to see like where where you are at in your game is is incredible i mean i remember even when i first ever you know i'll get into this a little bit later on uh but when i first ever met you and we played together i was just astonished that i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have been like oh he started playing golf two years ago i like he's been playing golf for 10 years you know that's that was my perspective of it just based on where your game was so that's incredible that you just started started right before covid you know and then got like got, got to see both
1: sides of how it
2: is working right you know? Yeah, much appreciated you know for that you know that compliment there you know but you know honestly you know just like with everything in life right it's hard work right like you, you're not going to get the results if you're just sitting around doing nothing so like i started playing golf right before covid so like you could you could pick up the sticks you know go to the golf course no issue getting the tea time you know everything's good to go
0: absolutely covid,
2: COVID came around it was the only, you know especially out here in new mexico right boys the only mm-hmm. the only activity you could do was was golf you know it was so, golf
0: yeah absolutely that was literally all you could do
2: you. Everyone was flocking in, you know, everyone started playing golf and whatnot. And uh, during that time, you know, I live out here on the Navajo Reservation, so we got put in lockdown, you know, they weren't letting people in or out unless you yeah, actually have pretty much go anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, I ordered a, a, a shooting net into my, uh, from Amazon, put it in my garage, you know, got a little yes, turd and just started whacking away, man. Just going every night, dude, playing some, you know, banda, some corridos music and just yeah. freaking
0: <laughs> <spiking laughs> all you know, that's is just awesome. getting
2: at it so you know that that's how i you know that's how i got involved in the game um i remember even as far as back you know it's my my grandfather he he loved playing golf and he bought me golf you know golf clubs when i was young and i you know i remember just hitting it a couple of times and that was it you know um and that's yeah. because you know I, I came from a very low Bay background you know yeah. you know it was hard for me to get golf balls and whatnot or even you know for greens fees so so i just you know threw it in the garage collected dust and and uh, we actually just found those golf Clubs, you know, last year, and we brought them out, and they're like blades, man. So, like, you know, <laughs> That's my, my, awesome. father, my, my grandfather was making me hit, like, you know, golf ball, like, you know a club that's like two sizes of the ball you know yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah. struggling out there <laughs> i feel like i had something like that too that
0: i found like back in and storage at home like not that long ago and i was just like how was i even
2: swinging those things you know yeah, it's pretty exactly. wild to think about yeah so you know that you know honestly that's how i got into game you know it was it was my company throwing these tournaments and and then you know i started playing in those tournaments i fell in love with the game uh i met a lot of great people through golf you know i, I mean i wouldn't even be in this podcast right now if it wasn't for golf you know what I mean I wouldn't be able to amen to
0: that yeah I uh I I, I, that's something I wish I would have talked about a little bit more last week and I'll talk about it more this week it's like I am so thankful for the game of golf for what it's it's brought to me in my life it's I wouldn't know either if you guys if I didn't have the game of the game of golf I wouldn't have your friendships there's so many things that came from just you know I've. A couple of other really close friends that I just want to quick shout out. I want to shout out to to Marcus and David and Richard and the other group of guys that I play with. I wouldn't have those friendships if it wasn't for golf. So, like, I'm super grateful for that as well. Um, it's 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 especially during some hard times. I've had some really hard times this year and last year and a half or so. And golf has really, like, brought
2: me back. And so I, I'm glad you brought that up. Right. So, yeah, you know, and, and for me, you know, I, I, I definitely come from a competitive background myself. You know, I, I grew up playing sports, you know, since we were kids. You know, Q and I, you know, we would play in in little leagues against one another. You know, so that's, like it goes.
0: That's such a that's goes, such a cool story to right. to it goes kind of full farther. circle. You know, to to literally know that it came like it's came all this way uh you guys knowing each other for as long as you have and then you know we're all still kind of here and we're just you let you let the rest of us kind of in in on in on it too you know you along the way you added mike and and darren and me and brandon and it's just been like a really cool story man and and, uh my you know i'll talk about it a little bit later too is how i kind of got to know both of you around the same time and how both of those friendships kind of how they started and what they mean to me and i'll definitely when it comes to the segment of where we're telling stories i did tell a lot of funny stories last week, but this week I definitely want to talk about like how I met you guys and what, you know, what those friendships and those experiences mean to me, as well as share some other stories. I'll let you, you know, kind of finish up uh, Urban before we pass it over to Q. For sure.
2: Yeah. So, you know, so I was saying, you know, you know, being a, a, um, a having that competitive background playing, you know, um, high school athletic, And then, you know, right after that, I joined the Marine Corps and, and, and you know, you're dealing with a bunch of alphas and that, you know what I mean? So everything, you know, matter what we played, whether it's football, you know, softball, baseball, soccer, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, man, we're going a hundred percent at one another. We're trying to get that dove. You know what I mean. So you <laughs> know, like, with, with golf, you know what I love about it is it's it's a game against yourself. And there's nothing more challenging than that. You know, there's nothing more competitive than playing the game against yourself. You know, uh, battling battling between your ears. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a mind game. You know that's it. That, and you have to keep your mind. You have to keep your emotions in check for sure if you want you know play some good golf. You know, and if you don't, you know it doesn't matter. But you know. The best thing uh, about this game is uh, you get to see someone's character for sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you,
0: absolutely. I mean, yeah, like how honestly you find out a lot about like someone's mental strength too. I mean. I know you can probably speak to that better than the rest of us because of being in the Marine Corps and what comes with that as far as the mental strength to, to be just be in the Marine Corps and go through the training is is on another level that none of us will ever really experience. And so yeah, you really find out like what, what's going on up there
2: when things start unraveling a little bit, you know. Right. What one hundred percent. And you know, for me, when people <laughs> lose the plot, that's what it's the greatest, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what they're blood- boiling. Yeah, you know, we're we're definitely gonna throw their golf clubs and the, the golf balls getting thrown in the water, you know. We're definitely gonna <laughs> talk about some of those instances
0: as the show goes on because there's <laughs> definitely definitely been some. So thank you, Urban, for a great you know, introduction to how you learned the game of golf, uh what it means to you, you know, what rivalry golf means, and all of those things that kind of put it together for you as far as you, you know, your your love for the game. So I'm gonna pass it over to Quincy now. Quincy, just you know, talk a little bit about you know what what golf means to you how you interpret that and then you know how you started
1: playing and and finding love for the game robbery golf It's 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 about like rivalries against you know friendship against each other you know you challenge each other if you're gonna you know make that part three and make that hole in one or you get the shot who gets it closest to the pin it's all about little challenges against each other and among that that we influence schools like where we graduate from Irvin and I, you know, Wingate, you know there's Mikey, there's Darren from Theroux, you know, we, we try to include Brando, he was in Gallo, but I don't know he's who yeah, he's riding
0: I think it's kind of cool though, like with both Brandon and I you know, we have like teamed up uh, and played a couple of times and I would say you know, we're both still very much uh, working on our games and I always liked when Brandon and I played on a team together because we always felt like the underdogs we'd have like a bit of a chip on our shoulder he comes from a school that's orange and or black, I come from School that our colors are orange and black. So it all the dynamic of it matches up, you know. And so so I do like that, you know, you guys and then the through boys, and then the orange and black, orange and black oh, squad. So um, I you know, the the Ricky Fowler squad, if if you will, orange and black. I think Ricky Fowler
2: is representing our colors, so I appreciate that. You know, you know hey, yeah, I mean? for sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't I don't see him in uh, uh orange and black oh, right, now, so. oh, yeah. or, or uh, right now. So yeah, orange and green. yellow, I got I see it. A green tent in the shade. So, uh, you know, that's definitely. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> yeah.
1: well, so that's what happened. And just like, you know, add on to urban we said, you know, Tohachi was our main rivalry. You know, back in the day was was, was our rivalry. And I like how that the Theroux boys wanted to add in to like, Oh yeah, we're rivals to win game. Like, no, no. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, let's put a let's add a period to
2: that real quick. Let's add a period to that. <laughs> Explanation points to that, my dog. Yeah, let's hold up, man. Yeah, um. Let's pull the reins. then. The
0: <laughs> so yeah, I, you know while you're on that, could I do I want you to talk about it a little bit too, because after high school, you were still very playing competitive back basketball at a pretty high level uh right after you graduated at wingate you were still playing in like men's league and men's tournaments and that's where you got super competitive with with darren and mike too because those guys were still playing in some of those like post high school like men's league tournaments on the res right and you, you were yeah that's like that was That's kind of what I feel like ever since I've known all of you guys together, there's definitely been some basis for rivalry there because you guys talk about how competitive things got even
1: after high school in those like big time men's league tournaments. Oh yeah, true, true. Like, um, right after high school, you know, I went to play uh, college football, you know, so I did that for two years, you know, al- along the way, you know, you know, got into men's basketball, you know, like with, with my own team called Exclusive. That's how I met Darren along the way. He was a bit of water, you know, that's how I, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I met him. And yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll admit it that we, we uh, recruited Darren, you know, through my sister. Because my sister knew him, and that's how I got got to know him. Because we needed a forward in our squad, like a good forward. We already had a Jokic, we had we already had Joker. We need a we need we need a LeBron. <laughs> like we yeah, knew, we, knew, we knew Darren can flout, so we, we brought in Darren. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened, and then that's how I met Darren too. Because I remember, Irvin uh, used to play against the Re- with the with the Rehoboth guys. So that's how I knew Irvin. And I never seen Mikey. Never seen Mikey pick up a basketball. He says he can he can <laughs> ball up. I don't know. <laughs> i just I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> (laughs) And and I'm not
0: to my own horn by any means, but I I do feel like I was a a decent basketball player as well, uh, a decent athlete. I could shoot a little bit. But whenever Mike and I first met right after high school, we started doing the open runs at, at, at Johnson Gym. And I felt like we like I mean, Mike was at that time, Mike was playing at a high level, too. He he could run in that top. You know, there's always like that court where all the best ballers are playing at. I was, like, probably somewhere in the second or third-tier court, you know, just doing my thing. But Mike could play with, like, you know, the guys that were ex-college basketball players and guys that had D-league experience. Like, Mike could play on that court. And um, so I do do remember – him playing at a high level when I first met him, we would go up there and just run all the time. So, I mean, I, I do see where that's coming from. Yeah, I, I never watched Mike nor Darren play in a high school basketball <laughs> game, but I did play with them after high school, shortly after. And they
1: were both like played at a high level and, and very competitive so like to um to add on to that like that's how i got into golfing i'm i'm very fortunate knocking wood that i don't have like acls mcls or torn meniscus you know i had like a couple of um, sprained ankles and all but no broken yeah. body, fractured fingers you know i was so like so fortunate to, to suffer like major injuries so why would i try and punish my body and trying to play at 35 37 as a as an old man and try and play in tournaments you know like no you can still you know have your healthy body but play another sport and that's how i got into golfing I was like you know what let me let me play in golfing because golfing's all about like hitting your target being precise Hitting your precise targets, and it's like, and that's what urban add on, you know, mentally. How mental can you go with this game? And you have to be four and a half hours mental focused. If you absolutely, if you, if you you lack on one of those, man, you're gonna bogey, you can double bogey, or you can triple bogey. And
0: like, what plays into that is the other things going on around you. Especially, you know, sometimes you play on a course where like it's just really busy. The pace of play is really bad. There's not a marshal that's like regulating it very well. So like, there's times where golf is about Pace a lot of times, and if you are sitting at a tee box for 14 minutes before you swing the club again, that could absolutely derail around where you dialed in, right? So okay. you're dialed in, and then you sit for 14, and then, and then, especially if you're with the boys, there comes fireball shots or some, uh-huh. you know, what I mean, and then you you like it, it can, can throw you out of your game. All those, so the mental toughness that comes with even when you're just having fun, uh, is still there because you, you know, like we always want to compete against our, ourself and, and shoot a good score and shoot shoot on the fairway and land on the green but whenever you get taken out of that that vibe like it it really shows how hard it is, like you're saying, to be mentally locked down for four, four and a half hours can definitely be exhausting and, and challenging.
1: It is. it is, and, and, and that's what I did. And, you know, like, you know, like Urban said, you know, he he did it for like maybe three, three years, maybe two and a half years of golf. And I'm the same way, you know, just right before COVID hit. And I was playing golf as well. I did it once in high school when it came with this golf club, but it was my senior year. So it wasn't my last year. But it wasn't that much a thing where like, oh, I'm going I'm to go somewhere with this kind of thing. No. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's yeah. more just like a hobby, something to do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: to I... through, you know, because I was ready to go into play college football. So it wasn't, wasn't yeah. but then like I knew how to couple swing and that, that's how I got back into it. I mean, it wasn't like I had these experiences where like, oh yeah, I had like 10, nine years of experience and I'm playing. If you see my scorecard and you're like, man, this guy's probably been playing like 10 years. Like, no. Nah. Dude,
0: same thing. I, I said this a while ago about Irving and. Uh, even when i the very first time i ever met you the first round that we actually played together you were pretty much going on no sleep had been up to all wee hours of the night drinking craft beers and you i thought you played exceptionally well that day uh and i had you know been playing for quite a while at that time but i just felt like i was so far behind you then and and you were like you know feeling a little bit under the weather and just still played a solid round so at that time if i would have been like god quincy's been playing golf for eight years you know and yeah. that, i didn't know that but if i i was gonna guess that out of both of you that you would have been playing for a long time based on the first time I watched you
1: True, true man well thank you thank you but man those craft beers are strong you know you're the guy <laughs> that, that, that got me into it I drink that you know I thought they're just like Coors Light you know like <laughs> I was throwing those cats back like boom, boom, boom. you were <laughs> it was incredible I I even
0: remember like telling uh one time you know my dad is always drinking you know Coors Light but like Light, the lighter beers you know growing up and I remember I got him some craft beer one time or we were like got a get together where there was like a keg of it and I told him like hey man just like fair warning this this isn't like Cooper's Light, you know. It's not just gonna <laughs> like. It's gotta pack a little bit bit of a punch, and like at the end of the night, he's still he's still just putting him back standing in there. I was like sl- mm. slouched over in a chair, slobbering everywhere. Like, my I guess it came back to get me. So yeah, I I I'm with you, Quincy. It can it can it can sneak up on you very much. So
1: yes, it could. It tastes so well, but then you wake up with a big big headache, and that's <laughs> I, and I think that's where Maddie and and uh, Mikey were just laughing the next day. They're just like they're just dying laughing. I was like. Man, I was like, I ain't doing that again. I ain't doing that again. But you know, it happened again though. But <laughs> what <a> different, <laughs> guy. What a different guy. you have those nights where like you say, like, I'm not drinking
0: anymore, but in reality, you're not gonna be drinking any less either, right? Yeah, so we're gonna take a quick little break here, boys. Um, first segment coming down to one great, great stuff out of both of you. I appreciate you guys, you know, really digging in on telling us, you know, what what the rivalry aspect of our of our little group and team means to you, how you started playing, and so uh we're gonna take a little break. Uh, hear from one of our sponsors. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Cart Buddies podcast by Ravelry Golf. We'll be right back. This episode of the Cart Buddies podcast by Ravelry Golf is brought to you by Rio Grande Pursuit. Before heading out on your next hunting, fishing, or outdoors adventure, Make sure you are geared up with the logo tee or hoodie from Rio Grande Pursuit. All logos and concepts are designed in-house. Follow on Instagram at Rio Grande Pursuit to access the online store and follow their travels throughout New Mexico, Colorado, and the Southwest. Rio Grande Pursuit, the wild is calling. and welcome back you are listening to the car buddies podcast by robert ricoff your host here, Maddie Funkster, Maddie Mulligans, Maddie Ice. I, you know, I, I introduced myself as the Wildcat uh, last week, which is a nickname that I do have. Uh, however, there's a story behind that, and I'm going to share that story on the next episode. So stay tuned to figure out why I am coined the Wildcat at times. So uh, thanks for listening. I am here in episode two with Quincy and Urban from Rivalry Golf, two, two of my best friends in the whole wide world. We talked about in the first segment you know, what Robbery Golf means to them, their interpretation of it how they started playing. We're going to transition a little bit here into segment two. We're going to talk about favorite golfers and then we're going to talk more about what's going on in the world of golf which is the final round of the u.s open we're all locked in on on our boy ricky fowler right now and so i'm just going to go ahead and open up to you guys so let's start with urban like we did last time you know who, who are the golfers that like you truly truly are a fan of that you root for each week for whatever the reasons may be like talk a little bit about like you know the pros that influence you and who you root for who do you like
2: Honestly, right now, like you said on the last one, everyone's favorite is Tiger, right? You know, Tiger always draws everyone in. It doesn't matter who you are. You're not even a golf fan. And you're gonna watch Tiger, so absolutely, absolutely. Tigers out the window. Being an Navajo, Ricky Fowler, take that one out the window too, because that's not even fair. You know, it's always gonna. Be yeah, like, I feel like, like now, if, you know, if you definitely grew
0: my... up in the reservation and you're a golf, in your golf related
2: in any way, you gotta root for Ricky Fowler, absolutely. Exactly, you know. So I'm wearing my orange, you know, the the the, mo- the, the only orange polo I have, you know, to support, you know. Yeah. Ricky right now. <laughs> I know. I, I I don't have one anymore. I'm
0: so sad. I used to have one. I don't know what I did with it, but I would absolutely be
2: wearing it right now if I could find it. And you know, honestly, um, you know, I really don't have a favorite golfer. You know, I I, I just love uh, I just love watching the game right now. There hasn't been anyone that's really you know caught me to be a, a fan of. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I I love um, uh, Matt Wolf's swing. You know? Oh so yeah, absolutely. And I love the fact that you can bring your own swing and make it to the PGA like that. You know what I mean? That's amazing. Yeah. A very different
0: form than following the just what everyone thinks you should do, right? Bringing your right. own kind of style and vibe and, and still being able to have a pro card and, and make millions of dollars you know with your own with your own stuff that's really cool absolutely
2: right 100 you know so like i mean i'll, I'll just tell you about the, the like the golfers that i like about you know the little characteristics but i don't have a favorite golfer you know you know i love brooks uh kepka you know because to me right now in the game of golf his mentality is the only one that matches tiger um he's not tiger but he's the only one i know mentally that doesn't care about anyone else on that golf course, but himself and winning, you know, and that's, that's what you love, right? You love winners, you know, winners. Absolutely. Are do what it takes to win. And, and Brooks kept uh, at the end of the day, whether you like him or not, the dude's a winner. You know he's gonna. Yes, find you know the way.
0: I. You are so right with that, urban and and what I'll piggyback off of is like I I'm not a Brooks Kepka fan. I do I, I I'm not. I, I just that's my preference. But you know what? I do respect Brooks Kepka for the tenacity that he shows on the on the course, and it's probably as far as his mental like show up and bring it is the next closest thing to what Tiger Woods when Tiger Woods in his prime was showing up to the course with that mentality mentality of a of a champion brooks kepka can do that and a lot of guys can't do that yet or do it as consistently as brooks kepka can and that's why i do admire him don't like him won't root for him but i do respect him
2: right 100 percent you know and personality you gotta love joel damon dude the guy's amazing oh you know? man
0: incredible yeah, I I, joel
2: damon.
0: yeah you know if i think everyone who whether you're just a weekend golfer or more than a serious weekend golfer you always have your list of like dudes who are just golf bros that you would have a beer with, and I—I feel like you can't ever, you can't leave joel damon off of that list ever. It'd be ridiculous if you did.
2: Yeah, you know, so those are the only guys that you know really, you know, you know that I like as far as you know, you know, their golf characteristics or their personalities. Far as you know, rooting for a particular golfer, you know, I don't have that unless it's you know Tiger or Ricky. You know, like right now, you know, I'm glued to my TV. I'm watching Ricky. Best believe, I'm not watching golf, dude. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't like watching golf, you know? It's <laughs> it's, it's boring as hell, dude, dog. You know I mean, what I mean? like, before,
0: like, when I was getting all this stuff set up for us to go, like, live. Today, when you were um getting your laptop hooked up and charged, Quincy and I were talking about that. And I was like, dude, yeah, I wish we were talking about this on the actual show. Because he was like, I'll be honest. I, I don't really like watching golf. He's like, I'm watching because Ricky's, like, in it. And I wouldn't like, I room for him. But he's like, otherwise, it's kind of boring. And I just like. So weird because I used to be, I used to have that same mentality. I feel like I did. And then I got so into golf. I looked at it from a different perspective when I was watching it, which made it enjoyable for me. But yeah, there are days where it's like, it's it's a huge tournament even, maybe not a major, but it's like Friday, the day where everyone gets, I'm still like just not apt sometimes. Like it's got to be the freaking prime time, final nine holes of the ma- big major for me to like really get locked in. But that, that aside, I just, I do enjoy watching golf because I do enjoy watching sports. But I Quincy said that same thing when we were like pre- for this show, he's like. I'll be honest i just it's kind of boring <laughs> and i and i get it i respect that and and i totally understand that
2: by all means yeah so exactly so that you know that's where i stand you know like i, I just can't do it you know i'll try i'll try <laughs> to watch it you know I'll, you know but it doesn't help that you don't have someone to support you know what i'm saying like at the yeah end the day, absolutely you know what I mean? so you know as long as there's a bet going on for sure then then i'll watch you know that's what makes it interesting you know what i mean like if the boys yeah. are all together you know after you know at the 19th hole we're making some bets on you Know on, on a freaking t- golf tournament, you know, then that's where I'll, you know, I'll definitely watch, I'll definitely be amped up and rooting, you know, for someone, you know what yeah. I mean? But other than that, Which, you know, it, I just can't do it, you know, it, it's it's hard, you know. If anything, it's only gonna be on Sunday, you know what I mean? And, and it's, yeah, of course, the last couple for sure. There
0: are like weekends too where, like, say, say somebody asked me, like, hey, like, say I'm, I'm free on Friday and Saturday, and and whether it be like our rivalry golf group or another group, like, ask me to play golf those days, by all means, I put that first because I want to play golf because i i enjoy that but like if i can like okay I'll, i can play golf friday and saturday but sunday i'm gonna rest i'm gonna watch the tournament i'll commit to that you know get get some wings or pizza or a sub or something and just chill and watch it but i'm, like, I'm not you're never gonna find me locked in for four straight days watching golf for eight hours i can't do it I don't think either of you can do it. Like I want to be playing at that point, you know. So um right. the one thing I want to say before I pass over to Quincy to talk about, you know, his favorite golfers and who he roots for is the one great thing about the talent in the game right now that I think is is incredible is you look at a lot of these young guys coming up, they're all influenced by watching Tiger Woods play. And the effect it's the Tiger effect. I've talked about it with like the NBA right now. You see these kids that, that are able to drive to the to the hoop, but they can shoot the ball from anywhere. Steph Curry, right? The Steph Curry effect. That guy, what he's done in the game of basketball, you know, essentially like the mid-range game doesn't even exist anymore because Steph Curry is either taking it to the hole or shooting a three and there's so much influence there. And Tiger Woods is the same way on the talent in the PGA Tour and the Live Tour, I guess. They're all one now. That's why it's so special to watch right now because guys are – they learned from Tiger Woods and you can find a little piece of, you know, the Colin Maracawas and the Willis Alatorreses. You can find pieces of their game that they emulate Tiger because that's who they grew up watching. I love that about the game right now.
2: Yeah, you know, 100%. I agree with that. You know, honestly – I will say this though about today's golfers. I do have a lot of respect for them because, like you said, Tiger Woods changed the game. You're rarely gonna see an unfit, unathletic golfer out there today. Now, you know, back in the day, you had more John Dalys than you will today. You know what yeah. I mean? Now I mean you, you,
0: go, you go back and look be- at some of the video of those guys that were great, even the, the the Hogans and the Joneses and the those guys, you know, even the Arnold Palmers, those guys were not like fit, they were just like no no offense to any of them are just like flabby old dudes, you know. What I mean, right. like they were not fit at all.
2: One hundred percent. These guys are the weight room. These guys are are are, are they have you know specialists. They're, they're they're taking yoga classes. They have a healthy diet. You know, they're did you, they're going did on did you five mile runs. Like,
0: it's it's crazy. The
2: video yesterday,
0: Rory showed up to the course looking like Johnny Bravo yesterday. He had oh. it on a little black t shirt and he just looked absolutely yoked and jacked. And Rory McElroy, they show a bunch of funny pictures yesterday on social media of him and Ricky when they were like growing up competing they both like look like the nerdiest spasmos ever I know both (laughs) of them are just like jacked dude they show up to the course in tight little t-shirt just like you're so right they Lifting and working out and keeping your body in shape to be a physically fit specimen athlete, Tiger Woods started that. And look at all these guys that are just – I mean, look at Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau. Those guys are incredible what they do in the weight room for their golf game, you know? Correct. Awesome. Thanks for uh, thanks for that awesome input there. We're swing it over to uh, to Quincy. Uh, you know, talk about who you root for, your favorite golfers, the re- you know the reasons why, who you kind of you know who you just like, and who you kind of maybe em- emulate some of your
1: game after. All right, I'll be the fourth and the fifth player. that says Tiger out of my mouth. It's good. And then (laughs) Tiger Woods, you ever heard of that guy? (laughs) Who's that? I'm going for Woods. I don't say Tiger.
2: I go for Woods. Um, (laughs) What are you uh, talking about? Easy Q. (laughs) Longwood, (laughs) Bushwood, which
1: Backwood? No, I, I, I'm always rooting for, uh, for, for my native people. You know, No. um Ricky Fowler, right now. But uh, I, I don't. I like my Maddie, and like I told Maddie earlier, I don't watch golf at all. I, I can care less about watching golf. <laughs> Um, I'd rather play the sport but not watch it and same with baseball I will probably watch it during a series or I'll probably watch it live that's one thing too
0: yeah see I, well, I
1: think that's something too it's
0: like I do think that all of us as a group need to go to a golf tournament together mm-hmm. even for just one day it didn't even have to be a specific tournament like Let's just go spend a day together watching golf live, drinking some beers, and enjoy that energy. I think that's
2: something we should really do. Exactly, one hundred percent. You know, I'm sorry, but I agree with that. You know, I will take that back. You know, watching golf live. (laughs) Especially yeah it's the, the waste management at the management, management it's a vibe it's a vibe Yeah I should, absolutely go ahead, go ahead I, I, yeah
1: so basically um the player that I follow right now as of today is um practically nobody you know uh I could probably say <laughs> I, I, I could probably just say uh, Roy McElroy, you know just 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 the fact that he's short you know just yeah, I I I it's a, I
0: didn't I love Roy McElroy. I didn't talk about it much last week I just talked <laughs> because, about speed and Fowler, really but yeah I I love Roy McIlroy. Mike gives me crap every day yesterday <laughs> just ripping me about it. I was like, I wouldn't mind R- Rory winning if freaky if falls apart and he's like, Mike he always just hits me with the he's not even American.
1: <laughs> because you know, you know, I I, I can uh, I can resemble a lot of Roy Macroys, you know we're both we're both handsome guys. We're both four foot nine, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't <laughs> I can't argue with that. Yeah. We, we, we generate a lot of power. You know, we do generate a lot of power.
2: <laughs> Dude, that's incredible! Yeah,
0: I guess I have a lot more in common with Roy McIlroy than I realized
2: too. <laughs> maybe
0: that, maybe that's why I'm a fan of his. <laughs> to touch on something, you know, you said a little bit, you know, you know, rooting, rooting for your, for your, you know, your na- for the native land, and you know. I thought it was such a cool thing the other a couple of days ago when uh, the coverage of the open and Noda's like working on the course and he's like given insight on a hole and Ricky's playing. So it's like Ricky landed in the rough and then like Noda's giving us a breakdown of what shot Ricky's going to do and Noda's like, this is how he needs to get out of this. And then Ricky goes up and just like executed perfectly. So I just thought that was super cool. Definitely super cool for Navajo Nation too, like to see that huge influence of those guys. Like this is the U.S. Open, the biggest golf tournament major in the United States. And they're on the same hole, just uh like almost working together, even though they weren't, but it kind of felt that way.
2: You, you know so what cool. too, with that being said, you know, what's very unfortunate with, with Nota Begay was those injuries, bro. Cause I yeah. honestly think he could have been our first major winner. Hands yeah. down down, you know, like I agree
0: no with field. that. I don't I don't think that's a hot take at all, uh Urban. I don't think that's a far-fetched take at all. I think you are, are absolutely spot on with that. Absolutely.
2: Right. He's great. His IQ, especially we're so fortunate to have him on the field, you know, and to break things down. You know, it, of it's course amazing. yeah yeah he's he's a great commentator out there for sure.
0: I uh I do I think but between all the connections that we could possibly muster up at Ravalry Golf and our team, I, I would say at some point in the future it's I don't think it's crazy to think that we could possibly get Noda on on the on the pod for a fifteen minute episode, like that'd be goals, right? Uh, I'm
1: gonna keep working that. I'm gonna keep plugging that. Like I think that is definitely realistic by all means, and I would love that. I would absolutely love that. One thing, one, one thing about this, like you know, you get this rivalry golf going on. We can go like a four on four against other. Uh... Uh, other podcasts you know like, like absolutely podcasts. against other
0: youtubers like that's what i wanted to turn into um is you know us being able to do golf tournaments us being able to um you know i was even talking to a business owner recently who owns a brewery and they're saying you know the customer the customer usage of our brewery has gone down a lot after covid you know we used to have all these events and now it's just not and i started throwing out ideas i'm like look i have a i have the cart buddies podcast and I have robbery golf we could do events with you guys and all, all we would want is the publicity like for people to just know that we're here? If it brings customers into your door, say, hey, we're gonna record Cart Buddy's podcast at the, this brewery tonight. We're gonna we're gonna have rivalry golf team there tonight, and you guys come hang out. Like, I think that would just starting with stuff like that would be incredible to partner with businesses to help them, and then eventually that's where it grows into things that are amazing. Because I feel like what what we're building as a group and as friends. uh it's something really special, and, and that doesn't mean that that any at any point anyone from our little group can wants to go off and do their own thing. They'll always still be a member of this squad, a member of this team. If they want to venture out and try something on their own, uh, that's not tied to rivalry golf or car, but he's pod. by all means, we're gonna su- to support them, and they're they're still gonna be part of this team since the very beginning. You know, you see it like with some of the the groups now, like with the with the Bob does sports guys, Fat Perez does his own thing, Bob does his own thing sometimes, yeah. and they're all sponsored by different companies as far as like apparel. And like, I think that it it building something as a base provides the opportunity for us to go do whatever we want whether that's all together or some of us break branch off and do our own thing I, I just i love the opportunities that what we're doing is providing that's what's most important to me and you guys obviously are most important
1: yeah so you know that's what that's where robbie is at you know me everyone just like we shrug our shoulders about golf who we follow and we got the rude boys are like oh yeah bruce kepper bruce kepper <laughs> if i hear if i
0: hear the through boys talk about brooks kepko one more time i swear i'm gonna throw up and then i was like just that is funny because the last episode i was just like hammering them about that and then we're starting to get into the segment about favorite golfers and then brando just comes out of nowhere oh brooksy brooksy for sure brooksy yeah yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) come on bro yeah, Brand, man, you know, they need to stop seasoning over there for sure, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we need some Brando? different flavors, you know? We yeah. need some salt bay or something. Randall's going to be that
1: person where he's going to jump into the cart where it has the loudest music and the most party, you know what I mean? He's not, yeah. you already know where he's going. You already <laughs> you know, know where he's I, going. Like, get Valley Boys. I like how you <laughs> <they're going. laughs> <Wingate Valley
0: boys. laughs> like tried to play both sides when whenever they asked, he was asked, like, you know, what your favorite drink is? He's like, oh, it depends on who I'm golfing with. If it's Quincy, <laughs> <laughs> urban and is just straight shot but like I think no matter what, Brando, you can't hide Brando is straight shots, no chasers always. If he he's gonna sign up for it, no doubt.
2: Oh my god. You can try was, to play that. that. Awesome. <laughs> Bro, so my, my wife was my wife was listening up to the podcast and, and she heard that. She's like, so it is you, isn't it? I <laughs> know. <laughs> he just tossed the rest of us. He's like, this is the most well
0: behaved I've seen these three guys in a two-hour span since I've ever known them. And I was like, dude,
1: why are you trying to give away our secrets? Bro, what are you doing? No, no, Brandon. Brandon's that quiet girl in the in the corner, and she's like all quiet, and then we can give her one shot, and all of a sudden all the secret starts revealing. Oh, yeah. You,
0: yeah. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I don't normally do this. Yeah, <laughs> Shut yeah. Shut up, bro. I just don't take shots, but I'll do yeah.
0: that. awesome. Thank you guys both for you know providing some awesome insight on you know the golfers you root for, the reasons you root For them, that that, you know, just that's always fun to me to talk about. With uh, I enjoy hearing everyone's perspective and and and, you know what's you know as far as the pros go, what influences them. And I I feel like all of us take a little bit of something from each pro that we kind of like to implement that in our game. Like you know, I want to strike the ball like this guy, or I really like the way this guy approaches shots from the bunker, whatever it is. You know, so appreciate you guys for sharing. That's going to wrap up segment two. We're going to take a little quick break here from one of our sponsors. Um, we'll be back with segment three. We're going to get into some stories about all of us playing together, some fun memories, talk a little bit more about that rivalry and some of the attitude I've seen out of some of these yeah. dudes in the course. <laughs> so we'll be We're definitely going to cut. Yeah. The next two segments, I always like kind of having the serious informational stuff, the first two, and then finishing it off with like the funny stories and the memories and, and that stuff to, to wrap up the last couple of segments because it lightens it up. So more fun to come here. You are listening to The Carbodies Podcast by Rivalry Golf. We will be right back. This episode of the Car Buddies Podcast by Robbery Golf is brought to you by The Strategic Insurance Group for all of your insurance needs. Benito and his team will have you covered, offering plans for commercial, business, homes, auto, life, and workers' comp. For more information and to receive a quote, please visit thesigco.com. That's T H E S I G C O.com Or call 505-585-0227. Strategic Insurance Group, the team you can count on. And welcome back to the Car Buddies podcast by Ravery Golf. Your host here, Manny Funkster with Quincy and Urban from Ravery Golf. We are moving into segment three here. We've had a just a good time talking about more or less a little bit more of the serious stuff. And we're definitely gonna lighten it up these last two segments. Um, talk about some stories of us just all playing together. I, kind of how I met these guys, honestly, is like uh is kind of where I'm gonna start off with, and then I'll pass it to them. And uh, I, I always like using this segment uh to kind of just open it up, tell funny stories, talk about some instances where you know funny stuff happened while we were playing around, or talk about some of the trips that we've all done together. And so I, I like keeping it really light and just kind of opening it up. And so uh, how I'm going to start it off is I want to talk about how I, how I both kind of met both of you. And I guess there's like uh, some not similar stories, but it was around the same time, I guess you could say. Um, I, I think I met Quincy just a little bit before I met Urban, but I, I there's kind of another part to that story that I didn't tell. And so um I'm going to lead into that. And so it was so last minute, like going into Friday night of that weekend, I had no intentions of going on a boys golf trip to Colorado. Didn't even know one existed at that moment so that night i went out to uh went to the local kelly's liquor store fine establishment down the street and i bought all the ingredients to make bloody mary's okay and so what i did was i got a three gallon jug and i i did all the math right i was like mad scientist cooking it up how much like how much of this and that i need right and uh i made three gallons worth of bloody mary's and then i bought the 12 pack of gatorades you know like the uh you know just the like the 16 like Gatorade bottles. And I dumped all of those in another jug and just kept that in the fridge. And I individually packed those Gatorade bottles of Bloody Marys. It was incredible. It was one of the most incredible things I done for a golf day. Well then, I took off to Berlin, and at at this time, Berlin of course was in tip-top shape. And I played with a uh, a couple other guys who who I, who I uh, like to do a shout out to. I did shout out to Richard earlier today in the show, but it was me, uh, Richard, Sammy, and Phil, whom I love playing with. Those guys, another group that I've just had a lot of great memories with. Uh, we just absolutely destroyed all of those Bloody Marys uh, out there at Berlin. Had a blast. The course was it was nice and cool, wasn't too hot course was in great shape so then i'm heading back to albuquerque and uh mike calls and he's like last minute boys trip to uh to durango we're gonna play pagosa tomorrow morning and i was like oh hell yeah dude let's go that's sick and so then him and quincy show up at my house i literally got home got in the showers threw some stuff in a bag i didn't even put my golf clubs up i moved them just straight into mike's truck and we took off. We stopped. Uh, we stopped at the liquor store, got a bunch of IPAs and crap beers. And Quincy and I were just drinking roadies all the way, having a blast, just listening to music. Mike was our driver. Poor guy had to stop. I don't know, a gazillion times for us to use the restroom. I feel like it like the longest trip to Durango ever. And then you know that leads right into the story that Mike told, where we went, brewery, you know, we went brewery hopping in Durango that night, and then we sat at that table in the suite that we had, and the next thing, you know, Quincy. Told out the bathroom took multiple showers somehow we made our tea time in pagosa and you know he was hurting but played a pretty ding around from what i remember and so you know and then so that's you know the, the me meeting quincy story and then me, me me meeting urban i remember um i was also not expecting to play and mike hit me up on a whim and was like we're gonna play uh at unm south once it was a sunday i thought it was and i was like i played golf yesterday i'm sore but like yeah uh, you know yeah whatever let's go and uh that's where i met urban and i know that. It. those guys have played a couple of rounds with you before and that um Quincy knew you already right I knew that but I remember I was hurting that day oh, okay, and yeah. you introduced me to the transfusion so I didn't talk about this at all last week because I wanted to give you the full kudos I love transfusions and you that day you even have the like the little cans that come from bar <laughs> that like have the premix. Well that brought me back to life. I feel like that saved me that day for me to even be in any position to play golf. And so uh and then after that, and the one two thing the one thing I want to say about both of you is like I spent twenty-four hours with both of you and I felt like after that i have known you my whole life i felt like you guys were going to be immediately my best friends forever it's like I, it, it's like i knew you forever and i literally knew you each a day you know but it, that's the kind of personalities that you both have i felt like we clicked and and we've never turned back from that time and that's why you know the game of golf and be, meeting both of you because of golf is so special to me and your and your your friendship is so special to me because of those moments and i feel like dang like had i not on a whim just went i would have maybe not known you and we would not, might not be here today so i appreciate both of you so much I've had so much fun with you guys and um uh I can't I, I can't wait for you guys to share I, I have another good story on my back pocket too but uh I think Quincy yeah. might touch on it might not Urban might even touch on it so I'm gonna pass it over to Urban share share a funny story or two talk about a fun time with all of us or like anything you want man it's up to you
2: all right, you know, you know how I met the boys, uh, Mike and Darren, you know what I mean? Um, oh my god, you know, so we were playing in a uh this uh tournament that the Navajo Nation throws on and it was out in uh, <laughs> Twin Warriors in Bernalillo and uh you know I was uh, golfing with my buddies uh Ed, my brother uh, Joe, um, and uh one of uh Ed's brother in law, um uh, Roman, right off the jump, right from the first tee, man, you know, the boys were <laughs> the boys were on blackout boy mode, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We were, we were gonna push it you know what i mean we were we were throwing back shots you know we were double fisting double margaritas we were having transfusions we were taking shots you know so like so toward the end you know we uh we ran into uh my big brother you know hoss you know big hoss over there and he was actually golfing with um uh, mike and darren and and uh his brother uh, darren's brother dusty you know and so at the end you're like hey you know we ran into them we're like let's let's go take some shots again yeah, so we went up to there. We <laughs> took some more shots. You know what I mean? And, and uh, we're like, let's let's finish the last, you know, two with the last hole. You know, let's compete. Let's go. Let's go. So you can win this one. So like my scramble group went against you know Mike and those guys scramble group, and uh, uh, we end up all going all square at that last hole. But then uh, we took it back to the clubhouse. From there, we took more shots. And your boy, <laughs> oh my god, blackout mode, blackout boys was in full effect, bro. <laughs> I don't remember anything. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh uh, you know, I wake up in the hotel. And I'm like, wait, what, what just happened? You know, where, where am I at? You know, <laughs> you know, and then come the next tournament, you know, I run into Mike and Darren, and they're like, you know, EFC, you know, because, you know, I guess when I was in, in the blackout mode, you know, like, uh, I introduced myself. My name's, I was like, yeah, you know, my name's Irvin. You know, you, you know what the. So, f- so f- the Irvin
1: f Academy came
0: from it's
2: incredible, and it's such Self- a great nickname, legendary. I love good nickname story. Self-proclaimed nickname, you know, Blackout Boy over introducing himself as EFC, you know, oh my days, bro. So I don't even remember doing that, dude. So, like, they were telling me all about it. We were just laughing, you know, at the at the clubhouse, you know, just having a good time about that. So, that's how I met the boys, Mike and Dare. Like, I mean, we used to play ball back in the day, but, like, that tournament is where, you know, that's where we connected, you know, that's where we clicked, you know, and, and you know, that's how I met the boys and ever since then it's been history you know, you know, hooked back up with Q got to, you know, meet, meet Maddie Ice yeah, over right. here, you know what I mean, got to meet Lil Buzz, so ever since then, man, haven't looked back man, you know, I'm very fortunate to have you guys in my life, you know, I look up to you guys, you guys are my brothers, you know, I love you all, you know, it's it's all love no matter what, you know, it's all vibes it's great, yeah. you know.
0: Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah I, I agree, a thousand percent Yeah, yeah.
2: so that's, that's how I met the boys you know, um, funny story You know, Brandon kind of touched up on it, but, you know, I'll I'll give you the POV, you know, the first person, you know. (laughs) A testimonial here of what happened, you know. So, like, you know, just like he said, you know, we're playing at Arizona Grand, you know, there's there's like this U turn, you hit a blind spot, you know, and then you got to go into like a sidewalk of, you know, right off the traffic, you know, and, and we, we, we take that turn, Ed and I, dude, and, and these ladies are running, and, you know, so I, I whip the wheel, you know, to, to avoid them. Cause if not, man, I'm hitting these, you know, these girls running on freaking, you know, in Tempe, you know, you know, getting all told to look cute i don't want to bang him up so you don't up, banging up <laughs> <Yeah. the car. laughs> dude that like but the funniest part too
0: is like uh, brandon you could tell like where he was going but he just could not get it out because he was like laughing so hard about what was coming okay.
2: so so like bro i whipped that wheel so hard dude to avoid mm-hmm. those ladies bro i ran right into the guard morale dude and bro you just you know, see <laughs> you know ed ed ed's a, a formal you know broke rider bro you know this car got the best of it bro i'm Side of you, man. He, he popped up on of that golf cart, you know. His freaking drinks would fly, dude, all over. Him. Oh, dude, his freaking man. cowboy hat was all bent, dude. His bun was freaking. <laughs> I'm just, bro. It was, it was freaking hilarious, shit. bro. We both, we both hit that thing, and next to you, know, bro, we freaking bent the control arm of that freaking golf <laughs> So as we're freaking trying to drive this thing, dude, it's like freaking screeching, you know. It's like, oh, miss, oh, oh, my gosh. Gosh. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and, and mind you what makes it so hilarious dude is uh brandon and darren dude they, they recorded you know, they were recording us driving it dude you know you can't see it but you can tell by the body language of the background that like ed and i were shitted bricks dude like what are we gonna do about this you know like because it's our company <laughs> event you know ed and i were connected to this golf tournament so we're like oh my god we're gonna buy a new golf cart you you know, like the company would be like, were you guys drinking too much? Uh. <laughs> bro, like we have to stop at the top of the hill. Shout out to my boy Dallas. You know, Dallas, you know, ran, tab. they pull up right behind us, dude, and the maintenance guys come on, they're like, what happened? And Dallas is like, it wasn't them. That's that's just what happened. He <laughs> just went started doing that. <laughs>
0: Shout out Dallas, bro, you know. I have no idea who it was, but it wasn't them. It just started doing that. It just, it just did it, you know. And
2: they're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's what happened." You know, that, that's exactly what happened. We have Della no was. idea. <laughs> that's incredible i love that bro it was freaking hilarious dude so that that's instilled in my memory forever dude it's so funny so like if you see on my instagram or my tiktok page you'll see that video dude it's freaking hilarious you know especially on the the freaking uh the tiktok video because you can hear more of the audio of, of the boys laughing and yeah like, oh, yeah
0: about it's it hilarious
2: yeah. you know follow me on on instagram you know it's cadman underscore golf and on tiktok it's uh, golf, no, no, uh no no separation no special you know characters you know so give your boy a follow and you can see some of that content on there for sure there's a lot more than content too <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's hear
0: something from you q i know you've been waiting for your moment
1: to tell us something funny
0: or share a story so let's hear what you got big dog
1: man you already know i okay they call me q for one reason cuteness all right let's get out of it <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, this whole time I thought it was because your name started with the Q man. I, I guess I really,
1: Hilarious. I really misread no that point. one. And misread My the
0: signals. My
1: yeah, bad, bro. coach. Dude, my name start with the C, bro? So anyway, I bring all the vibes, bring all the vibes to the party here. But um, there's a lot of stories to share. I mean, there's not one that can pinpoint where, like, okay, one's the best, one is the greatest. You know what I mean? But uh, the thing is, like, experiencing and sharing all the moments between all you guys. You know, it could be like Urban, Darren, Mikey, Brando, and Maddie. You know. But that we can bring another guy in, which is Ed. I never met Ed. Everyone's talking about Ed. You know, he's a sharpshooter guy. Let's see, you know. I, I want I want him to be in my cart, buddy. I want to see how how he. Yeah, can I, I I'm
0: definitely glad you guys uh, introduced me to Ed through the group chat, and that we can all like share funny like that mm. group chat is just insane. How we all just share funny memes and just roast each <laughs> oh, other all day. But yeah. I do I do feel like it's appropriate at some point to have Ed on the pod, and and you know we've talked about that some in the group chat. That will happen. It's not a we should maybe not. It's it will absolutely happen. There's no mm. doubt about it.
1: So, so and and we're not gonna talk about nothing about rodeos and you know bull riding. And, right? uh, I'll just
0: have a pod, I'll just have a special pod with Brando and Ed and me, and we'll just talk about bull riding and rodeos. How do you transition from bull
1: riding to golfing? You know, like, you uh, all the, tra- the yeah. <laughs>
0: all the all the music used in that episode will be Morgan Wallen.
1: <laughs> no, there, 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 there's so many stories. I mean, there's, there's like I said, uh, um there's nothing that can come to my head right now where like I need to share a moment. But every moment is is funny because every moment and every golf tournament or not tournament but like a golf outing is fun. Like, you know, of course there's gonna be like alcohol, there's gonna be music. There's going to be golf guard girls, you know what I mean? There's going to be all a mixture. And you get all those three and with four guys are golfing and five guys golfing, man, it's, it's a party. It's, it's a disaster. I I do.
0: I remember this time too, it was was pretty early on in my days of playing golf with Quincy. It might've been like the next round that we played after the, that trip to Pagosa. And uh, I can't, I can't remember if, I was, yeah, I was. I was riding with Quincy. We're cart buddies that day. The, this cart girl came. It was like, we're out at Santa Ana and it was that, I forget which nine hole course it is. I like, it like dog legs to the right, but there's a, there's a water pond. Like you have to hit the ball just right for it to not like roll it down into the water and it was funny because we all got shots and i remember us all doing shots and my ball was like not that far from where the car girls stopped us so i just took off i just like took off walking to go hit my ball i felt like forever passed, like the time so much time went by and i was like dude what is quincy doing he was still up there with the cart, just like flirting with the cart girls when i had already hit my shot went to the next shot like i was like hitting it from the bunker next to the to the green with a seven iron because that's the only club that i had because quincy still had the cart <laughs> right by the tee box and i was like oh what, do, what is this guy doing I swear he's even up there like dancing with them and their shots. It was incredible dude mike mike and darren were already on the green ready to putt over there blading one out of the sand with seven there <laughs> quincy's still dancing with the cart girls i love it dude it was i was like yeah this kind of mess around out here that was like one of the first rounds in new mexico that i played with quincy
1: yeah there, there is like there's, there's not gonna be one moment where like i'm a pinpoint, like oh yeah this is gonna be the one that i didn't tell a story of no there's like if you be with me you're writing you're writing cart with me I guarantee you're gonna be taking shots with me you will be drinking with me you're gonna be listening to music you're gonna be talking to uh, I don't know should say this, but golf cart girls. But you know <laughs> yeah. <what I> anyway
0: mean? <laughs> I I have I do have a, a really funny story. Like uh I always love it, you know, I'll, I'll talk about something else first. I, I love referencing the Houston trip because um Ooh. I just that was
1: so much fun it, 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 before yeah. you continue down. You know, I appreciate your brothers for y'all flying out here because I know it's expensive. And yeah, I do live in Houston. I appreciate all you know. I was like, man, how am I get a sausage fish going on in my apartment? You know what I mean? It did. It reminded me of like
0: it honestly. It's like you're you have a super beautiful little apartment, uh, queue, and it's it was more than cozy enough. But it reminded me of like being in a dorm or all like all the homies are like in a dorm room hanging out. It was it was so much fun. And that's the thing that we only really used it to sleep and shower because like we had stuff going. We had you know, we we were playing a round of golf every day. We were going downtown to check out the breweries, go have dinner. Like that was honestly like one of my favorite little vacations I've ever been on up until then I'd only ever been to the airport on layovers in Houston so it was it was beautiful to see it's such a beautiful city So and I enjoyed it so much the food was oh, no good problem. the golf courses were incredible like the bonding time that we had man my side even hurt on the flight home from <laughs> laughing so much over the weekend like you <laughs> know when you laugh so hard your side hurts like I, yeah, I was tired and drained from just the golf and the late nights and the food and the beer <laughs> all of it but from just laughing because it was just nonstop like comedy um literally up until the moment that we left and so I I'm so grateful for that that experience, you know, and that's why I said in the last episode was to me I'm like, dang, we could, we should all just really do something, like just have a camera rolling while we're out there playing. Um, was what is everything, you know, and uh, see, like to see even that day, uh, we we split it up on teams and we played at the two or eighteen course, oh, you know, man. we split it up on teams, and it's like going into whole fifteen or sixteen. Uh, me, Darren and uh, me, Aaron, and Mike <laughs> had like a five-stroke lead on you guys, and just absolutely fell apart and ended up tying on the last hole when we were like cruising to victory Uh and to see that's where i really noticed that change a little bit of change in attitude there from a couple of the dudes got a little got a little heated got some rivalry
1: So you see, that's what happens when so you follow Brooks Kepta. You bring out his emotions, and that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> you collapsed you collapse at the end. You collapsed. That's all you did. <laughs> right.
0: I have to I have to share this story though. It's just it's eating on me because it's so 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 funny. And I think it's kind of appropriate because it was about a year ago right from wow. right now. And then and just I just feel like it's appropriate. And I, I touched on this a little bit last week, uh, last episode when I did a quick overview of some funny stories, but I really want to get into the details of this one because I know that everyone that's going to hear this is going to laugh so hard. And so, about a year ago we were up in uh we went up to Colorado and I was already there and um one of the nights you guys were all coming and I couldn't play golf with you guys on Friday that you guys played because of because of work we were going to play golf at Fossil Trace the the next day (laughs) but that that night um that night we we I was with uh I was with my friend Josh my friend JJ and my friend Crystal and um you know shout out Josh JJ Crystal we were uh we went to this like tiki bar (laughs) that was kind of like that was kind of in (laughs) between we were downtown when you guys first hit me up and then you guys were staying yeah you guys were staying on like the west side of town oh we're gonna meet up at this tiki bar which i had been to before so like i i thought it was like a a, you know it's a it's an interesting little place for sure but i thought it was cool it'd be fun to go there and uh so you guys like yeah we'll go there we're on our way and so, JJ and Josh and Crystal and I get there first, and then you guys are, like, showing up a little, a little right. bit later. Oh and uh, my the, the funniest thing is, like, the the lion. Okay, now, before I get into the details of the story, the guy that's, like, the door that checks the IDs, like, the greeter, the bouncer, right? The bouncer. The, the bouncer guy, yeah. I knew, I didn't. I don't personally know him. So Dude, like, I thought that was Maddie's friend. Yeah, so, like, that's, <laughs> I don't personally know him however when i say that i know of him or know him i've seen him work in the door before at this place and i've been there that was probably my third or fourth time to go to this specific bar so it's like he's always genuinely friendly he's a nice guy very loving and caring he he, te- he can tend to be a little give you a bro hug or mm-hmm. even a
1: full-fledged
0: hug he's he's very um and so this night is a year ago and, and you know it is uh it is pride month and i do uh take a lot of pride and celebrate Celebrating pride with, month. month with my friends who, <laughs> who celebrate that and what that means to them so you know cheers to those people and uh there was earlier that day at this at this place we're at there was a, a pride parade and celebration and homeboy, <laughs> who I know from the pe- previous experiences that I have been to this bar he is wearing assless shaps in a leather vest or something like absolutely wild wild outfit and it was was funny because i was actually standing in line to get a drink right to order a drink but it it was long so kind of like tailed back by the door where he was at he would just be super friendly right he was like hey man how's it going (laughs) how you doing and the moment that you guys walk in the door, mm. he likes giving me a hug, you know, like a bro yeah. hug. So you guys just immediately assume that I know him, right? Yeah. I so they're that like was a friend. the funniest thing is like each one of you, Quincy, Mike, Herman, come walking in all together, <laughs> and they're all like, like, man, just like <laughs> the biggest
1: like loving rap <laughs> hug, dude. And, 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 like, just, all happy. He's he's oh, like, these like, are he's, like, he's like, getting, a, he's getting yeah. hugs from all these guys. He's like, Oh my god, he's like. to <laughs> These guys
0: are your buddies. I'm like, yeah, these are my friends. You know, they came to meet us here. And he was like, oh, they're so friendly or whatnot. So, uh, so like, I order. It's just funny because from my point of view, I'm on like the other side of him, and while he's hugging each of you, he's facing away from me, so I could just see his ass. The, shit out of the <laughs> I And what the? so I. I finished ordering my drink and I go, I to take it back to the table and I go sit down. And Quincy's like sitting in a like catty corner in front of me and he's like, he's like, Hey, bro, that's your bro. Like, is he sitting with us? Like, how do you know him? Like,
1: I don't know that guy. <laughs> I barely know him. He's, like, he's the what? doorman. He's like, Wait, what? <laughs> Dude, I give that guy a hug and everything. That was your
0: just, ride just ride he's like standing next to me all friendly when they walk in, like assumed I knew like he was my home. I'm not saying he's a great guy. I've seen him a couple times work in the door at the same place. But it was just funny how I watched each of you walk in and just give him like the fullest loving <laughs> hug while he's wearing his assless chaps was incredible moment.
1: Man. And um uh, we
0: man. uh and, and this it was it was the funniest thing, and like the next day I know I remember just laughing about it so hard, but this is the place that has the those, like drinks that are like, like 64 ounce, like skull head, like, oh and they were, God. and they light them on fire. And it was just this incredible presentation show, yeah. that they do. Yeah. It's like a show. And we, we went through it between the group of all of us. We went through a couple of those, uh which leads into the story I did touch on I, that night. We leave. I don't remember it. I didn't close my close out. I left my credit card yes, yes, at the did. bar. I lost my phone in an Uber. So the whole rest of the trip, I'm trying to track down my credit card and my phone. Uh, I did get both of those things handled. And then the next night I rallied so that we could all go downtown. And it was uh it was us three and then Mike, and we did have a good time. We went to Denver Brewing Company and we went to oh. eat some incredible Thai food downtown to a place I'd never been. And so, like that's the thing. I I didn't actually play one, I didn't swing the golf club one time on that cup trip. But you know what? I was knocking it out of the park in other areas, and so <laughs> uh, um it just occurred great just overall great freaking time dude so i uh i appreciate you because i just had to tell that story it was so fun man
1: Man, like the the, the golf trips we take it's so crazy because there's so many memories and stories we can make off of it but i know know, but it's it's gonna take a whole podcast just talking about it so i know it does
0: yeah that's why like this this segment is always hard to like have a 17 to 20 minute segment because like that because of that you know so do you guys have anything else you want to add before we move into segment four
1: hey like if you drop into rivalry golf you know you know drop in like a good golf course that we can hit up you know for a weekend to stay you know when those aunties that are single out there you can say yeah
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. there
0: there are definitely some uh, uh eligible bachelors on the team so uh if yeah great great point Quincy for those of you that follow rivalry golf or even cart Buddy's pod and or either both if you have any ideas for where you want uh the rivalry golf guys to play check out uh maybe a place to host cart Buddy's pod hit us up on instagram that's at cart buddies Pot and then at rivalry underscore golf underscore send us a message we would love to hear from you so <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, we are the boys are buzzing right now we're having an absolute blast we got a little bit of uh we got a, a great mixture thing we have some blue moon we have some uh kona uh lager and we have some um fireball whiskey so we got a great little mix of things which is a perfect lead-in to what we're going to talk about in segment four we are going to kind of play the same game that we played uh back last episode with mike and darren and brandon except we're going to do that game with quincy and urban thank you guys for Mm -hmm. listening this is the Cart buddies podcast by rivalry golf we will be right back This episode of the Cart Buddies Podcast by Ravelry Golf is brought to you by BJW Branding. For all of your social media management needs and help growing your business, Brooke and her team at BJW Branding will have you covered. To book a discovery call, please visit BJWBranding.com or send a direct message on Instagram at BJW Branding, helping you simplify social media for your business so you can stop guessing, start growing, and live in your zone of genius. BJW Branding.
2: I need you to walk for me. I need you to talk for me. Cause I don't seem to do it properly. Dear Jesus. Dear dear Jesus. Dear dear
0: Jesus. And welcome back to the Cart Buddies podcast by Ravelry Golf. Your host here, Maddie Funkster. That is at Maddie Funkster on the IG. Go give your boy a follow. Reminder to go follow Cart Buddies podcast at Cart Buddies Pod. Heading into segment four, I've been having an absolute blast, telling stories, having some drinks, watching golf, all of the above. A great Sunday afternoon on a a wonderful Father's Day here with two of my best friends in the whole world, Culario. And EFC. Thank you, gentlemen, for a fantastic episode so far. We have an action-packed segment coming up here for the fourth one. Uh, we're going to share a little bit about some recent you know, rounds that we've played uh, out on the golf course, some ups and downs, some triumphs, some failures. And then we're going to play a similar game to we, that we did in episode one, where I will ask the gentleman here what their favorite drink is, what their favorite club is, what their favorite course is. Um, and we'll go from there. We'll just have a, a nice little discussion about all things golf related as far as our favorites. So here we go. I'm
1: going to go and just pass it over to uh Quincy to start this uh segment. All right, man. First thing foremost, I got out, got out of humidity in Houston. Oh, man. Dry heat is better. That's one thing. <laughs> <He> <laughs> I think, I, think, I, think, I think all the boys will vouch for that for me now. Other than that, uh, I say my oh. top courses in Albuquerque will be Sandia by, by far. Sandia is the best golf course. Uh, and the second to that will be UNM Golf Course. Um, okay. What what, what what comes along with those golf courses is that Sandia keeps their maintenance. But on all but on top of those, Sandia and UNM is the golf cart girls. You know what I mean? They play. <laughs> yeah. They Maybe, there's, maybe, there's, maybe, a comment, maybe, there's a common there's a common theme here like, that came up in last episode like
0: it wasn't necessarily a topic of our favorites but it kind of became one like who has the best cart girls I yeah. think it's worth
1: having a discussion about though I mean man, <laughs> man. they they played a huge role in this because for one thing Sandia give a shout out to Grace you know Grace appreciate you if you listen to this hey hey girl shout out to Grace yeah and then you, at the UNM oh my god Fernanda you're packing and I told you once I got out of that cart I was like man you're the most Beautiful woman, uh, she's like, Oh, <laughs> I gotta give her a shout out to that. Oh,
0: uh, thanks, Quincy. c
1: uh, okay, yeah, 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 you're right. Did she wish then, you happy Father's Day today, too? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Good. So, and then Maya uh, at UNM, too, she's uh, she's by bif- like, you know, she's, she's really cute as well. Yeah, awesome, awesome court cart girl, yeah, for sure. But the thing is, like, you, you go to these golf courses, you know, tip your golf cart girls, you know, give them 20, 25, maybe more, you know, tip them. Because they're the one bringing your drinks, they're the one trying to make your day go well. If you had a bad shot, they're still willing to pull up on you, like, hey, do you absolutely, want do you want to make it feel be- make it yeah. feel better that that exactly. triple bogey
0: that you just three putted for that that crispy shot of a fi- fireball or screwball that they're gonna sell you makes it all better. So yes, absolutely. I will say this, especially during the pandemic, cart girls were at the forefront of service workers that were still doing their job to keep us going. Like you know, oh, you think man. about the people that I know. The healthcare workers and all that, I'm not taking anything away from them by any means, they're at the forefront of keeping this nation going. But you know who was playing a pivotal role of keeping the rest of the people sane mm-hmm. and out on the golf course? Were the cart girls? They and the cart guys, there's some cart guys too that provided amazing customer service and were making sure that you were taken care of during that time of need, and so. Yeah, like, big shout out to car men and women who, that's a tough thing to do. And then you're doing balls and buzzed up dudes and drunk dudes. And, like,
1: yeah, yeah like Quincy said, absolutely tip tip your cart girls, no doubt. Yeah, tip your cart girls and then, you know, be professional with them. Don't be, like, a, you know, a horned dog and trying to hit on them like you want to sleep with them. Yeah. Like, oh, come on, man. Like,
0: so, so so girl, what your, your nine years.
1: Yeah, man. Show some respect, man.
0: Show some respect, Mom. Show some respect.
1: So, you Check know, out my
0: bank account. Check out my bank
1: <laughs> So, you know, give a shout out to them because they play a huge role in this. Absolutely. Absolutely. They make, make the fucking fun. So then, you know, like I said, shout out to them. And I can say that. But here in Houston, I live in Houston, so I can say Black Horse is by far, like, you know, a tough course. because The reason why? It's because they have, like, a lot of uh, challenging greens, you can say. Yeah.
0: That. You know, I'll, I'll say this to continue to piggyback off you. I, I talked about it a little bit when, when Darren brought it up. Black Horse is one of the most beautiful golf courses I've ever ever been on and i just wish i would have felt better that day and i don't oh, necessarily man, like God. feel like i was hung over but i was tired it was Literally the last day That's of a three it. day weekend bender, yeah. uh, I extended my flight just to stay the extra day. Yep, so did. like I your boy had to dig deep for some magic to even show <laughs> up that day. Like so, like I, I want to play it when I'm fresh and I'm I feel good. And the humidity is no joke, man. I, after being out there for three or four days, it it absolutely, absolutely wore me down. So, like, um I will just the beautiful course though, customer service was amazing, everyone was so mm. nice. You know, the the pro shop, the, the guys let repeat. The little bar where we got food and drinks was all the girls were just so professional and so so nice and upfront and
1: you know I, re- I really enjoyed that experience too and then in, in, in the shoe it's true what maddie said you know like it's one thing you know playing a golf course that's had so much humidity but the thing the thing is like i said you know black Horse by far in houston but uh albuquerque will be sandia and then the follow up with that would be uh unum
0: Qu- quincy is there a course that you haven't played on whether it be like a dream course or like a course that this- It's even local in Texas that you
1: really want to play. You know what? There, I can I cannot say I play a lot of golf courses here in Houston. I play a lot of local golf courses, actually. But you know what? Be particular as a dream course, like you said, will be like island fairways and island greens. Because I'm an island
0: boy. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> saying, I'm dude, island I remember phone. for whatever reason that's that we weekend, it's it's yeah, weekend. dude. That's that's another story. I I didn't tell us we Quincy took us to that place. Uh, that place in um, Sugarland two nights in a row where we became friends with the bartenders. They're like our little group and they we yeah. got like we went there a couple of times and they're like, oh you know the, the, the native dudes from Mexico are here or whatever. And they were super nice. But I, but it was like Urban and I ordered some drink that like the, the remember the bartender was like, yeah. was like it was called like an island dream or something. She's like I never even I never even made that drink before <laughs> And, like, okay. we just kept – they were so good. We kept ordering them. I just remember, like, later on in the night, it's like, because I'm an island boy. Oh boy I'm, I'm, island man. I'm, like, I'm an island boy. <laughs> like, that just, like, became a theme in two days because she's, like, I've made more of those island dreams for you guys in two days than I have in my, like, two-year career working at this bar. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. I feel like she'll never forget that. We show back up to that bar in
1: Sugar Lane and be like, the island boys are back.
0: Oh, you're the island boys. <laughs> getting those island breezes going nonstop. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And, and, and that's one thing, like, you know, to bring in these golf tricks, you know, find something unique. Find something, like, unique drink, unique apparel, unique that they remember. Good. That way we go, we go, back they remember you because there's like a thousand maybe you know millions of dudes that goes goes through that place you know like yeah absolutely you? you know what I mean you, absolutely. you need to be you know like get out of the group kind of thing
0: and was- so yeah obviously t- touching and talking about that drink specifically in that story uh to you Quincy what what's your preference of drink out on the course it doesn't have to be one you know picks pick some shots you like some mixed drinks some beers like on a a Saturday where you, where boys are going to be buzzing we're gonna be going low.
1: What are you having? What do you have in the car on those days? Yeah, it's, it's always hot. You know, it's it's always gonna be hot on the, on a golf course. It's going to, you you want to play in that weather. But the thing is, what what why I play a lot was not anything with tequila, margarita mix, you know, it has to be anything with tequila. I think tequila brings the whole vibes out. I'm not saying it's gonna take the clothes off, but it keeps the vibes going. I think the tequila, anything with tequila, it will be good for me. Um, I won't take a beer. Agreed. I, I just think like having a beer on a hot day. Just like, uh, it's kind of muggy. Just be yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I wanna, I wanna go in that route. Tequila is, is a safer route.
0: Dude, tequila is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. Honestly, like I. I like all different kinds of tequila, but yeah, I, it's a great thing on the golf course. It's weird. I, I always kind of forget about it. I'm always like thinking I should do screwball or fireball or a transfusion or like a light beer. And then I'm like, oh, wow, tequila. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love tequila. I always have. It's always been something I just uh, I really enjoy in general. But out on the golf course, it's a good call. I feel like the last couple of times I'm like, hey, give me a shot of tequila it kind of literally like made my if I was maybe not playing my best round, it kind of helped me get it turned around. You know what I mean? So absolutely, good call there. Okay, so the last thing to cover with with Quincy as far as the categories go, what's your favorite um like apparel out there? Um, what do you wear? Like what 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 kind of shirt? Is there a specific brand you like to sport out on the course, you know or is there something?
1: I, I, I try to find something bright, but I know uh, Maddie is like a, another guy to talk with with bright colors because he's off the hook with bright colors. He's on neon colors. He's like Tokyo Drift and Fast and Furious, actually, on those cars. <laughs> Like, I, I definitely am a neon
0: colors guy too like I want to stick out I want to stand out I want to be off the wall but long I'm like I I feel like my my golf apparel game is very similar to like a mullet business in the front party in the back or whatever like I am here to look professional and meet all the standards of the course but I am here to let it fly with my crazy colors and
1: designs and all of those uh-huh. things, true, true. So absolutely. I, I'm a guy that wears a hat, so the thing is, that I'm trying to match my hat with my shorts. That's one thing I can. Throw Me too. Any, Amen throw, to that. I can throw any shirt on, any belt on, any shoes on, but if my shorts and my hat matches, okay, I'm game. Let's do this, you know. Amen to that. I, I'm,
0: I'm in that as well. Is there like, is there any specific brands you really like uh, that stick out to you other than you know having neon colors or bright? Is there a specific brands you find yourself leaning? Towards out on the course
1: i mean like I, I see puma i see you know like uh you know okay i can say uh bad birdie team right Our- bad birdie
0: is uh is a good is a is a company that's have has gotten really popular have great shirts incredible shirts uh in
1: design, you know i
0: nice. think every one of us in the group love bad birdie i can't think one of us who a don't love bad birdie and b don't have a shirt from them at least one so uh bad birdie is a good one absolutely you know that's the thing i i i want to get more Puma stuff, it's it's a great way to support Ricky. You know, that's been his major sponsor forever. And like I, I love the colors the neon green, the neon orange, the neon like purple and blue, the pink, all the stuff that Puma does.
1: Oh uh, man, I yeah, I need to get get into that way more. Amen to that. But I do have a favorite shirt that I wear. It's like I don't know, it's like a President Cup shirt. It looks oh like, yeah, it, yeah. It, that, it, one it, is, it, that one is that one is awesome. It, yeah, it, it looks like a Q, but it's like a O with a feather through it. And that's the reason why I try I was like, it was like cute I was like, hey just, and yeah, you you I'm, wore that one uh you were here this last
0: this last week when we got to play a couple times you wore it one of those days so absolutely I, that's that's a,
1: one of my favorite shirts too that you wear so so next name coming up would be president Q. you know me president <laughs> all right i'm gonna swing it over to
0: urban and I, I know the one category we didn't really talk about Quincy but we still will because i want to do it i want to do it as a joint conversation after after urban covers his so we'll talk about your favorite club slash par four club after After Urban dives in on his favorite courses, favorite drinks, favorite apparel
2: yeah so you know let's start with the favorite courses you know when you're in new mexico you know we all said it you know sandia unm there's there's no there's no competing with that you know they do amazing- i said it yeah um, sandia
0: and i'll say it again is uh the nicest course in the state
2: i think it is right oh, yeah it's, I believe it's, it. it's, it's great it's amazing you know they have some uh um sandia has a, a pretty decent pro shop you know you can find some bad birdie some n7 in there you know what i mean if yeah. you're lucky you might catch some jays you know so you know you know Good job for you know Sandia to do it up. You know, shout out to my pebble people out there who's been a good job with that Sandia, course, for sure. You know, yeah, um,
0: absolutely. Like I even see, I even see other golf personalities that I follow that like have have events in New Mexico at at just out of nowhere. You know, you're like, oh wow, that's Sandia. There was one yesterday. It's like a uh, a company I think out of that I follow out of Arizona that does like some cool benefit charity events, and they had an event at Sandia this weekend. Like awesome.
2: You know, it's awesome to see that kind of stuff. Right, and, you know, and, and favorite course that, you know, that I've that I probably played, you know, it, mind you, you know, I'm I'm still young in the game. I, I haven't played in a lot of places, you know, I was just, I was actually talking to, you know, my um, brother Arvis earlier about, you know, I just started, you know, I haven't played a lot of golf courses out there. So, you know, like, I'm still young to the game. I don't have a lot of numbers as far as golf courses go out there. Um, but I, I really enjoyed Weekapa out in uh, Fountain Hills. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I bet
0: that was a really cool experience well, for sure
2: amazing views you know amazing course challenging you know honestly when you go down to the valley you're going to get good golf courses no matter what the right time of Goss year down, too. it's just down. such a
0: hotbed for them yeah
2: yeah it's amazing so yeah I, you know wikipa true north those those are my favorite courses out there for sure that i got to play there's still others that i haven't played
0: oh uh i play i've got you know so i'm with you dude i i i'm very still novice and as far as playing all these courses i played golf serious seriously for you know maybe t- 2015 2016, but like I haven't that doesn't mean I've played on all these fantastic courses. But I will say the few times I've been in Arizona, I got to play the Arizona Grand Resort before. There are just some beautiful courses out there. You know, that's where you see all the social media influencers that have anything to do with golf shooting content in Arizona because the weather's always nice, you know.
2: Yeah, you know, and and as far as like you know, favorite, favorite drinks, you know, it's it's occasion to me. It's all occasional, you know what I mean? Like, am I waking up first thing in the morning, you know, and my hurting a little then you know i'm gonna definitely go with the bloody mary you know what i mean Amen. You, to, you know that's it's,
0: exactly it's... how i started it too it's like depending on the time of the day it plays a big role in right. what you're signing up for
2: and then middle of the day you're feeling good you know you got to go with you know for me i like to transmute fusions but i like it with gin you know i feel like it's a good combo they complement uh they complement one another very well um and okay of course... let's
0: let's do this while you're while you're right there urban a lot of people want to bring that up just even uh talking about You know all all things golf or what we're doing, and I'm like, they're like, what are you guys drinking out there? I'm like, transfusion, (laughs) transfusion. A lot of people ask, like, what even is a transfusion? So I want you to give a your your good interpretation of what a transfusion should be. I want you to provide that to the listeners. They deserve it.
2: You know, a, a good uh, transfusion for me, well, how I like it, for sure. It's definitely, it's, it's great juice, you know, first and foremost. And I like it with ginger ale, you know, or Sprite. It's up to you. And it, it's traditionally, it's vodka. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm telling you, man, you, you try, you know, there's a lot of people out there. Don't like gin, but I'm telling you, you try that transfusion it with is, gin. It's yeah, money. You know, it takes. I'll say so this. I
0: had a really, I had a really bad incident when I was younger with gin. You know, maybe took the phrase "sipping on gin and juice" maybe just a little <laughs> too literally, and uh you know, I, I got really, really sick from that, and so it took me a long time to kind of get back in the game with the gin, and I think I'm finally warming up. 15 years later, uh, right. we're kind of warming up <laughs> to it again. And so yeah that's it's a great game
2: changer you know, there's that, you know, of course, double fist and double margaritas. Mm. It's, it's money. Yeah, I feel
1: like it's yeah. harder like than like that. Dude, when, too, it's like, gonna, when it's
0: after, when it's afternoon and it's a little bit early, you're feeling good, you're playing well, striking the ball well, boys are buzzing. Some margaritas that are done well mm-hmm. do money.
2: slap really oh hard. There's God, no doubt do. about that. And then, it? you know, summertime, you know, when the weather's warm, springtime, there's nothing like that. towers, lavender, you know, lemonade, you know, that that's that's amazing and of course you know in between all of that you got to have your shot you know what i mean like it's it's that's what i love yeah. about q is we're to kill fans you know to that's kill you
1: all that's
2: day fair. baby forget yeah. about everything else you know what i mean but Dude, I, I love a ice
1: this. cold shot on the course man yeah and yeah. we're, so we're still playing good and we're still playing
2: good yes yeah and i, and I will say this i just tried last month the screwball Bro,
1: like like that that be you gotta be careful, bro, on that one.
2: Yeah, for sure. It could be
1: that.
0: bad, it could be bad news bears you know, pretty yes quickly. Sir, man.
2: Very quick. You know, that's definitely what I'm what I'm throwing back right now, honestly. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> so I'm feeling yeah, good. I love it. Yes, sir. And then you go to whole nineteen, we're done with you know golf, you know, you're finally relaxing with the boys. A good old fashioned bro. I always finish five. off the day. Oh
0: man, classy oh, and shit. respectful.
2: Great. old fashioned at the end. It's a great day of drinking and golf, man, when you can just put the stamp with that freaking old-fashioned on hole 19. You're with the boys. There's nothing better than that. You know what I mean? So that's hey, definitely man, yeah, the yeah, that's Yeah, that's those are the drinks I'm rolling with. So I'm not like just one drink, you know. It's an occasional drink. Yeah, thing, it's good. You know? same how way. Like, I, that's, that's exactly that's how I
0: did it last week. Like early in the day, Bloody Mary. Later in the day, margarita, some shots, tequila, screwball, right. and fireball. Well, and then you know, I I just like beer, so like I'll mix in a light beer here and there. You know, See, I'm not gonna yeah. be too picky. I mean, there's times where like, especially if it's free and it's cold, I'm not gonna be picky at all. Oh, you can't
2: play, you know? <laughs> honestly, those are the best yeah. drinks. Yeah, my my favorite beer is Modelo, but I'm I'm gonna tell you this much: I don't like drinking beer on the course. I mm-hmm. I hate feeling bloated. That's very Which true. Is popular
0: true. is like. The seltzers and the the what are those like the they're like they're like cocktails in a can basically that are getting right. really popular too. It's like it's light, it's refreshing, it's cool out while you're out on the course you know like i'm not opposed to that either by any means
2: right so so you know th- those are my you know those are my drink preferences for sure uh what was the other what was the other well,
0: one The one is uh like apparel what what are your like favorite you know what kind of what what
2: golf shirts and shorts are you wearing out there like who oh, you repping usually you know for me man like it, it may sound funny but I my swag is more important than my swing game i'm telling you that much, <laughs> you <laughs> i will say bro i will say this
0: i've been every single Single time I've played with you, brother. You were just dripping in swag every <laughs> bro, time, bro. The drip is too hard every time. Like when we every round we've ever played, uh-huh. like I'm just like, your outfit is always to the T, to the yeah. tens. You 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 gotta look. I always say this look good, feel good, play good. Um, I always have believed in that. Coach Prime even follows that, you know, like sure. look good, feel good, play good. I I'm the same way. Like, if I feel for whatever reason that something's not right with my fit before I leave the house, I'm fixing it, and I know the urbans always bringing the heat Are oh, you always
2: bringing the heat 100% dude you know yeah. what I mean like I, you know I, I, that's just who I am I've always been that way you know what I mean I I, I I, love that what Coach Prime said that is exactly who I am you know I can take that out all day as long as I'm looking fresh you know <laughs> yeah <Right. absolutely. laughs> as long as I look good losing as long as
0: I, like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm always good for a compliment whether it's like somebody from like the pro shop or a cart girl or someone at the course for like dang that's a sweet outfit and so I'm like, mm-hmm. that always makes my freaking 125 worth it, if that's what yeah. ends up happening that day, yeah, you know? Exactly. You, you so for that. me,
2: honestly, you know, I, I, I'm i rocking um, Young Dirty stuff. He, he's actually out there in Albuquerque on San Mateo. It's a, a Dirty's golf shop, you know? Yeah, I have a couple yeah, of his t-shirts. It. I have of his course, hats, yeah. you
0: know? Support anybody local, too. Like, that has, you know, I, I love that. I love the local twist. I want, we have local friends uh, that have businesses, you know, here locally that are supporting us. And, and sponsoring us and we want to do the same. And so like, yeah, go go check out that store if you haven't. For real, yeah, go check
2: it out. Exactly. And he has a magazine as well, Fringe Magazine. You know, it's it's definitely great stuff, dude. I love his stuff. I love his work. And he and he's good friends with the Calamari guys, the Calamari Golf. I love their swag as well. I'll be wearing their stuff. Calamari, Metalwood, you know, Metalwood has some dope stuff. Uh, Melbourne, they have great stuff. Birds of Condor. I'm unorthodox, you know, the, the names I'm yeah. calling. A lot of you guys are probably not not heard. You not familiar. Really, like, yeah. I yeah, love that. So, well, like, like too,
0: I There's some too where I've, I've they, they got some clout, but like I, I found like proud 90 who's, who's getting really popular now because like Joey Cole cuts and some of the guys from Bob sports rock them, but like raised by coyotes is a, is a really popular one from, I believe they're from Arizona or pretty Southwest locally. I have a bunch of their gear pins and aces out of Arizona. Like a lot of people may not have heard of these brands, but like my golf bag has assorted items. And then my golf attire from all, all of those companies, Proud90, Pins and Aces, Raised by Coyotes, like they just have unique stuff. And like, I know it's, it, they're blowing up now, but Sunday Swagger is coming out with some incredible shirts and so i know a lot of my local friends that you know and other groups that i play with are are rocking them, that stuff too so i'm always you know bad birdie for sure i'm always i'm always game for a solid polo like you're gonna put some neon shit together and you're gonna make a cool design i'm in i will sign up yeah. take my money
2: right now take it yeah. 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 yeah then you yeah. know when i want to be you know you yeah. know when i got a pop boy summer you know what i mean you want to get that bad birdie you know what i mean they, they they just have that nice you know printed polo shirts they make it look yeah. you know Make it look smooth, you know. You could take it to the golf course, you could take it out to dinner, you know what I mean? You yeah, know, you can uh, leave the golf course straight to dinner. So, you know, they, they make some uh, good stuff, you know. Another so, uh, one that I've like really hopped on the train
0: recently too is they they've always done like button-ups, uh, which uh, 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 a comfy, a comfy, stretchy button-up once in a while from like chubby's or something like that is great. But the company's Roosevelt's and they uh they actually have a specific golf brand now called Breakfast Balls, which I love because I'm yeah, always down yeah. for a good breakfast ball. So... They a lot of theirs is themed from movies and shows. Like they got some sweet Nickelodeon, like themed Rocco's Modern Life and like Reptar from Rugrats and like stuff I would nerd out on big time. So like go check out um that, you know, for people interested in the
2: Roosevelt. Right. And then um last um Bogey Boys, Mackelbores. Uh, um oh, yeah, uh, Bogey uh, Boys tired, is good yeah, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I I definitely have a couple of, you know, as far as even not just necessarily apparel equipment, you suck at golf, they have some really cool funny stuff (laughs) golf gods has some really good stuff like you know someday i hope that we can say that like oh i i rock that that rivalry golf or that car buddies pod fresh polo when i'm out on the golf course
2: dripping in swag and like that's
0: definitely goals for sure
2: right so like you know bogey boys did this uh collab with adidas just recently and they released this white uh shoe like 70s style looking shoe oh that's awesome yeah you you know your boy bought that i of course I, have that I, I can't room, wait so. i can't wait to see those crispies out on the oh, T-box. i day, cannot bro. wait you know what i'm saying so like you know that's what i you know that's what i wear you know and of course when you're at the muni course man there's nothing better than wearing wearing some like panagonia shirts and, 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 and a yeah t shirt you know what for i mean sure. like a, yeah you know, like and i just love that you know but like when i go to those nice courses that's when i wear the polos you know yeah. but like but when at the when end of the day you know i'm gonna sure. that, that yeah. that's where i came up from that's that's where i started i was down at my local golf course in gallup that's so i'm you know i'm that's that those are my people you know what i mean so if you know a good round of golf is just throwing out you know going out there with what i wear you know like i even went out there with the cowboy boots and you know my cowboy i'm saying like you know there's nothing like that bro it's it's a great feeling you know to put i love muni golf you know because you know yeah a lot of these you know resort private you know courses there's they have these you know attire rules and restrictions you know some places don't even allow you to wear or shorts you know what i mean so like so for me though I, that's what i love i love you know that's why i love the calamari brands you know what i mean i love young dirty you know dirty golf shop because you know those are my kind of people at the end of the day you know what i mean that, you know they represent you know the common man like us you know because yeah absolutely the-
0: like i'm the first one to sign up like there's some local venues around here even by where i live they, they got the 35 five dollar. give you a glizzy and a drink some bucket <laughs> of balls a, a car and 18 for 35 bucks like i I will hop it. on that deal yeah. all day long you Can't know no, 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 no,
2: no you that. cannot beat it dude so yeah so that's you know that's what i'm that's what i'm rocking you know what i mean you know and, and so i love i love you know that's my thing is i i love the fashion side of golf dude i i'll you know and for me i don't have a particular style man i'm gonna wear what i want to wear you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly man i'm gonna do what i want at the end of the day you know and and that's it's that's beautiful. how i've always been my whole life and, and and that's what i love about golf dude is is more to tired than it is the game itself you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so there's
0: there's a couple more things i want to get into you know what guys let's take let's take another quick little break we'll come back we'll do an extra segment here i got a couple things more things i want to get into more specifically if you could pick a celebrity or some you know celebrity or pro to play around with and then we'll talk about your favorite club we'll talk about a club if you you know play a a part four challenge with one club could be the same could be different we'll talk about all those things i do want to just add another segment today so that we can cover all those so we'll uh we'll be taking quick little break. We'll Go get another be. drink. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Car Buddies Podcast by Ravelry Golf. Be right back. This episode of the Car Buddies Podcast by robbery Golf is brought to you by Daniel the Bearded Broker Baca with Realty One of New Mexico. In search of a hole-in-one on your next real estate deal, the Bearded Broker is the right shop for you. For more information how to schedule an appointment, please call directly at 505-433-0000. Please mention the Carpentries podcast during your appointment. Daniel the Bearded Broker Baca, the champion you need. Welcome back to the Car Buddies podcast by Rivalry Golf. Host here, Matty Funkster. Guys, this has been an absolute blast. Had to add an extra segment because we are just having so much fun. Boys are buzzing. It's US Open Sunday. It's Father's Day. First thing I want to get into is um, I want you to tell me, you know, if you could pick one player, it doesn't necessarily need to be like, you know, a present pro. It could be a celebrity, it could be a movie star. It just if you could pick a celebrity to play around the golf with, whether it be real, fake, made up, legend, who would you pick?
2: Yeah, you know, I was I was actually thinking about this. I'm like, I I love you know music, you know movies and whatnot, but I'm not like huge fan of you know people to be like you know I really want to go and hang out with them. I really want to see them, you know. Like yeah, I love I love what they do. I respect their privacy. Um, so I was like trying to think like who who, who would it be? You know, like whoever. And then I just realized my favorite soccer player, football for my European, you know, people down south in Mexico on out, you know. My favorite player, you know, he got me back into the game. He got me back into loving soccer again. Tottenham Hotspur legend, Real Madrid legend, Gareth Bale, dude. He, I love that guy so much, bro. He is such a
0: fantastic golfer, too. Gareth Bale plays a three or four handicap. You know, these open tournaments, he could probably qualify for one if he committed just to that. Now, and we might see him do it now that he's retired from from soccer. Gareth Bale, absolutely one of my favorite all-time soccer players as well that's a great pick urban because there's all the obvious answers right even mine was kind of obvious with john daly when they did this last week uh although he's a good time you know but that's a great one it's somewhere in between like you know a, a guy that's not that not everyone would pick but would be just an incredible day to spend a day with that guy you know and, oh, yeah. and so that's a fantastic pick and just pick his brain on the world of of international football that we <laughs> that we don't see in um the united states you know and you know it's like the premier league is like the nfl over there for what we see in america you know so being able to just ask him what the atmospheres are like and like some of the courses i bet you you know being a michael jordan type of guy over in that another country you get to play the best courses and all that so you know it'd be awesome to, to to hear his golf stories and his soccer stories so that's freaking awesome pick what about you quincy who, who are you picking to play uh
1: around with it wanna be just one. It'll be like a foursome. Oh. Okay,
0: that's that's good. That's a good play. Let's uh, let's hear your celebrity foursome. Hey, wait, All wait, right. wait. Keep,
2: keep keep it on track. We're talking golf now, Q. We're talking. <laughs> <golf now. laughs> I mean, I wasn't going there. Make sure that you need, have your. Make sure you
0: have the right tab pulled up for celebrity foursomes. We don't want to know about the
1: other. Ones. I mean, you said it that way. I was like, oh, okay, golf. Okay, golf. All right, golf. All right, <laughs> All right with the guys. Okay, I guess with a pick Person with the guys. But if it was the ladies, you know, I wouldn't mind playing person with Samuel, Hayek, the Olympic crew. <laughs> you know? I,
0: did they even play golf?
1: <laughs> I mean, they don't have to it's just I see team. where you're going, <laughs> They don't have to It's a celebrity Right He's a celebrity That's i
0: like, I was actually I was actually talking about this With a, with another buddy recently You know a, Attractive women playing golf Is becoming a thing Like golf cuties You know Is yeah. becoming really popular So whenever he was like Going that route I thought like He was going to start picking From some
1: of those girls That are really popular <laughs> And he, he just goes I mean, I mean Completely I mean, I mean,
0: different Where I thought I was going But I don't
1: hate it By no means I don't hate it I mean Us winged we, wing boys We'll pick girls You know what I mean So so I will play with uh, DJ Kali. Oh yeah, that's a great pick. Absolutely. And then we'll be uh, Manello, and then the third Can- Canelo. Canelo. Oh yeah, that would be good.
0: That dude, great pick. Boss. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. wh- while I'm on this, and I should have added it as a category, and why not do it now because we're gonna just we're, we added a whole another segment today. Music on the course. I feel like we have to talk about this because Yay! I just the vibes that I've like Quincy's always brought the best. Both of you guys, honestly, have always brought the best of my vibes out on the course with music and I'm not saying that Mike, Jenner, and Brennan haven't <laughs>
1: no, just did, 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 did the I think
0: that you guys, I'm not going to say to bring my vibe down by any means because that's not true, but you guys <laughs> know is. how to hit a spot that's just, the vibes are so good and so, you know, I, I love I've always loved the, like, you know, the reggaeton I've been a forever yeah. fan yeah. of the daddy of daddy janky yeah. and you know, Nikki <laughs> Nikki Jam I'm all in, but then I feel like when Quincy and I started playing uh, golf together we both had that in common, you know, and and then now he's he lives in South Texas, where yeah. there is a very heavy Hispanic culture. And going and seeing this guy down there, you would never know at times that he came from the reservation, because he's out there <laughs> just at the freaking oh. Tijuana Club, just dropping it like he's Yo. been there his whole life. And I love that. So yeah, I that's my thing. I say, don't get me wrong, here dudes. I love, 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 love country music. I do, but like it's not really my vibe on the golf course. I'm be honest right now, it's not. There's a time and place yeah, for everything. Yeah give me like some reggaeton or like even some underground hip-hop type of stuff with the beat urban that playlist you put together for the houston trip was absolutely incredible i went and saved all those songs to my spotify like that's the vibe it's somewhere in between like it's almost got some electronic to it but at the same time it's like got some hip-hop it's all the things i feel like i want on the golf course and that's give me some straight Nicki jam daddy yankee something along that genre I need to be hyped. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't want fishing in the dark to be coming on when I'm on the thirteenth hole and I'm throwing darts. Like that's not gonna help uh, my vibe no. at all. I'm sorry. Amen. I'm sorry Amen. for those of you that it does. That's not my vibe. Amen. Don't get me wrong. Great song,
1: but not yeah. for when I'm in my zone, right? You're right. You're right with Brando. You're right with, with Darren or, or uh, Mikey. You're right with them. They're going to play a lot of Hurt music. and just going to bring you down the whole time. Like, man, I'm trying to listen to music. <laughs> Especially when like, you're, if you're they're, already they're, going I mean, through all Don't a be, a break. be don't none of that, they're, they're, man. Listen to Morgan Wallen. I'm just like, dude, I'm here to play golf, not to Hurt. You know what I mean? Don't get Morgan yeah, <laughs> has, has some bangers. I will karaoke
0: either them all yeah,
1: day long yeah, I get but that. I didn't, that, wrong vibes on the golf course wrong vibes. exactly you like, take that on when you're driving a long trip to the road or something but don't bring on the golf course i'm trying to have fun and trying to hit a birdie here and you're like man I'm trying to listen to this you know i agree
0: absolutely absolutely like uh the vibes have to be right you know so um that one day you just remember we're in Houston? And I think it was the second, it was the last night we were all together and I was like feeling kind of like worn out, right? We played the last two days and we were going to go out that night and we're all just kind of hanging out having beers pre-gaming and urban through on that playlist and i just immediately started vibing to like every song and then that got me hyped for the night and i was just like let's go i wanted to go out and <laughs> rage sure. dude. it like literally brought me back to life and so hey, hey, i would hey.
1: transition that to the golf course shout out to your cousin to cadence you know what i mean she she you know welcomed her to like you know went to the pool place and you know, her up. <laughs> absolutely she hooked it up, hooked it up. Yeah. shout out to cadence
0: look forward to seeing you soon a couple more things to get to here we've got about you know 10 minutes left favorite club two pieces of this here tell me what your favorite club is and then tell me if you had to do a one club challenge play a single hole par four with one club what would you choose could be the same could be different
2: Honestly, I don't even know what my favorite club is. You know, I just, I <laughs> that's am them all, baby. You know, give, <laughs> yeah. give me the, give me the driver. Off
0: the uh, <laughs> ready. I'm
2: ready to go, baby. That's no excuses over here, bro. You want me to be Chef Curry with the pot? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get the pot, sir. Get the pot, sir. All right. No, no, I'll play. I'll play, man. No, you know, you know, the easiest club in the bag, right? The seven iron. You know, like that's a gimme. It has enough loft for you to play in the rough play it you know on the first cut you know uh you can definitely you know de-loft it to do your putts you know seven iron seven six iron one of the two it don't matter you know actually depends the yardage you know like how many yards am I playing you know like for me so if we're shooting a par four we're looking at 450 yards you know what I mean then you know I'll go six iron you know because I'll hit that about 185 190 yards you know so maybe in my second shot I'll be able to be on green easily you know what I mean if not I'll be right on the fringe right on the second cut so yeah you know give me a six iron you know all day if i'm going 450 plus yards out 450 on in seven iron all day that's that's what i'll be rocking with you know for sure and
0: that that would be your one whole challenge club and that's if you i guess yeah the one whole challenge
2: club yeah i'll be one or the other it it really don't matter you know what i mean honestly you know you can challenge me be like hey just use your putter and i'll go with the putter (laughs) 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 i'll give i'll give you through boys a chance
0: All right. What about you Q? What are you, what's your favorite club? And then what are you using on a, on a par four challenge,
1: man? I'm going with the Cinco man. I'm going with the five iron all day. So it's, it's pretty manageable for me. I can do that
0: i would pick a four so like I feel like that's your reasoning behind it's going to be pretty similar it, you know it can be a little bit hard to get out of some thicker rough because there's less loft but when you're, Quincy, when you're Quincy you hit it straight every time anyway so you need to really worry <laughs> about <the laughs> it
1: I know, I know how
0: to find a hole all the time you know what I mean except those balls that have your face on it those never find
2: the hole <laughs> yeah. shout out to Brandon yeah. for that joke last week that was legendary oh that's hilarious dude yeah QQ finds the hole for sure but he definitely has to fiddle with the Rough first, yeah. You <laughs> I mean, the... can't get rough, you know. They can get rough yeah. times, but...
0: sometimes. You gotta find your way through the top, exactly. Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. You gotta
0: find your way through, <laughs> way done, you gotta find your way. <laughs> all right, dude. Awesome, yeah. I, I thought you know, I talked about it a little bit too. Uh, I think sometimes that, uh, depending on how you're playing, your favorite club can change. Like, there's just times where you're just really dialed in with the club and you're you know, kind of invincible with that club, you're just hitting it so good, you know. Even even a putter, even a driver, right? You, everyone has those moments the last couple of weeks. Anything in anything inside a 60 and in with the 60 degree, I've just been absolutely incredible. The other day on um on nine at Los Altos, I was playing an absolute terrible round. I was twelve, I was plus twelve after eight, and I was on the verge of giving up. I drove the fairway on nine, blade a pitching wedge to the back of backside over the green, right by the parking lot, actually. And then <laughs> oh. I get a 60 degree out and I Hold out for Birdie. I go on to the back nine plus two. Finish the day at plus fourteen. I shot a plus two on the back nine after that birdie. Just changed the whole aura of the day. That those little stories keep you coming back. I was just almost like, I just want to quit. I didn't want to play the back nine. And then I hit that birdie, got hyped, got a beer, got a shot, and told my buddy I was playing with, back nine bullies, baby, let's go. And I just came out and was dialed in. Plus two, that's a great nine-hole round. That's incredible. And so, like, there's those little stories, right? And so, like, that's, that you know, Q was here last week, and I want to talk about it. It really brings out that true, like, rivalry aspect. And I kind of felt it before a little bit with the group. And a couple weeks back, Darren and I took on Brandon and Mike in a, you know, a 2 v 2 match play and God just absolutely annihilated and so like it was kind of like for me kind of a redemption day but i was teamed up with mike quincy and uh, darren uh teamed up a little two v two match play and it started off so good for mike and i like first hole birdie take a take a plus one lead and then beginning game the next three holes we missed putts from inside of four feet that after four holes we could have been plus four we missed those putts i missed one mike missed one i missed one we both missed one so then they tie they take the lead and it's kind of like heading towards later in the front nine. It's like up and down, you know, we're both looking for momentum. They okay. get a hole lead. We blow a putt again and they get a two hole lead. So if they're up, Two holes going in the back nine. Mike and I cut the deficit to one. I'm like, okay, here we go. Then they take the lead again by two. And we can never catch them. But it was just funny oh. because I got to see I got to see Darren get very like upset before that rivalry side of it. And now Mike did the same thing. Bro just went
1: to be alone and <laughs> was in his own little world. Like So me, Darren, we'll we'll talk a lot of trash to each other and that's the thing about rivalry is that we'll talk a lot of trash and it depends like where you grew up, like, the home you grew up, my home, like where I, where I grew up. My sisters and I, we talk a lot of trash so we have a thick skin. So me, Darren, same way, we talk a lot of trash and you prob- y'all probably think like, okay, you know, we're getting in their heads, they're, they're, they're arguing, anything, but no, nah, we influence each other by talking trash to each other to better up each other and like you bring each other up. That's how we influence each other like all right let's do this but then when you Mike when when y'all argue you guys are bringing each other down for sure for sure and then you guys it was just another story I'm just like dude like look at that I was like same way though like I talk
0: trash whether I'm winning or losing like I don't start up that is me and and maybe some of the tactics is to get in your head after we we didn't execute early you could start to feel the tension for sure in the rivalry. It, it didn't get any better
1: throughout no, the day. It, 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 it did not get any it, better. It, 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 it didn't get any better because Mikey, for one thing, hired a, one camera crew. He didn't follow through the whole the whole thing. <laughs> he got drunk all whole time. He was only good for like 11 holes and then there was no he content did, after that. Yeah, there was no content. He didn't catch no picture or video, so that was good. And the second, Mikey didn't finish a round. He was so pissed off just sitting on the, si- on the side just looking at us finishing the hole. Just like all mad. We had to hit like a miraculous on 17 to keep it going it was like
0: and and we barely both missed both of us barely missed to keep it alive then you yeah, 18 both just drive ob and then have to drop and then after <laughs> shot two he just sit, sits down and it's like bows out i'm done <laughs>
1: that was funny
0: I mean, it's, it's like funny, funny. though because i i understand it too. I, I get it too like even i I get upset at myself for not executing, especially when I'm on a team. But at the end of the day, dude, it's like, I'm not a PGA Tour golfer. I'm going to chunk it. I'm going to, you you know, I felt like I didn't play terrible that day. I still had fun. But it is interesting to see how people react to the competitive side of it. Like, I never want to lose and neither do you guys. But like, you could see it. Like, it's funny now that I've been on a team with Darren and with Mike and with Brandon and seeing how all of them have reacted differently to the adversity of of losing a match, whether it be it was close and we lost, or we got our asses kicked. But yeah, it's just, definitely. it's interesting to see that
1: dynamic. But the thing is, you team up with one of the winged guys where it was going to bring the vibe, where it was going to bring the party. Yeah. We're always going to continue the party afterward, win or lose. So we beat Mike. He won't even finish a round. he would just set out a 17. He would eight, just set eight, out, would bro. Just, I love the
0: ups and downs of 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 oh, Mikey's great. competitive spirit, and we love you, Mikey. Like sometimes you're gonna get that, and then you're gonna get that other side of him when he's just dialed in and dominating, you know? And, oh yeah. For and sure. and that to me is like a good representation of of rivalry and rivalry golf. It's like you have those swings. I feel like I'm pretty level headed, but you know what? I handle it maybe different than others because there's like those days too when I was missing three and four foot putts that I know I should make.
2: <laughs> I was starting to self destruct internally the day before that. You remember, Maddie? You were, you know, mind you, you, you were hurting. You, you know, you had that injury going on. Yeah. You were and all.
1: Yeah. And Maddie over bouncing. here
2: goes and chunks one. And, you know, at this point, I think we're like maybe at whole 14 or 15. He's over it. He's just over it. Yeah, with, yeah. We're he, FaceTiming with Brando. And then yeah. you see the background, you just see Maddie just chuck his. his cr- <laughs> <laughs> Old, dude, I, I, cuts I, out right
0: now. I, that was the first time i like threw a club in like a couple years where i got that mad like dude i was just playing so bad there was one time i <laughs> threw a club i was i think i was playing at arroyo i threw a six i just i got a chunk to six iron having a bad day i threw the club and never went and got it and didn't realize that <laughs> so then a few nights later that was like i don't know that was like a wednesday i met i met brando and mikey and darren at porto on a friday night to hit at the range so i go to meet them at the range the night range and i'm like looking for my six iron can't find it anywhere call Arroyo, they're like yeah we got it <laughs> i just left it dude. so whoever turned that in thank you that's the last time uh that i left like a a long iron who leaves a six iron just laying oh somewhere God. you know you know people leave wedges all the time but you know, that, what, what, you threw that club. Though, that? The,
2: the highlight, the shot of the of that weekend definitely went to you, Maddie. When you when you chipped in that like what seventy five yarder? It was it was probably like
0: it was probably about sixty five. Like 65. in the only the only reason I was in that position is because on shot two I bladed like an eight iron and it went like sixty yards past the green, and then I'm like down in a goalie, and I just. I'm just like, it can't get any worse. And that, those are the shots that bring you back, though, oh, you know? Sure. Like, I couldn't even see the flagstick. It was a elevated green. I was down in right. a goalie about 65 <laughs> yards. Just hit it perfect. And I remember, like, watching it land, and I was like, dang, that's, that's got to be pretty close, you know? It's got to be right there. And then all of a sudden, I just hear you guys,
2: uh! <laughs> See, that's what you gotta love about golf right you know like you yeah. don't even have to make that amazing shot your boy can make it and it can yeah. just yeah. make your day bro you know what i mean yeah, like, like-
0: there was like one tournament i played in it, it was it was early days of us being in like a squad it was uh quincy me darren and mike were playing at uh, a tournament and mike like shot from 125 on at at Santa uh, Ana and Santa, and made and hold out for yeah, eagle, dude. That. And that felt just as good to me as it did like the last couple of holdouts mm-hmm. I had. Even yeah. that that one the other day, like my my buddy that I was playing with was like getting ready to putt from the front of the green, and I was just like behind the green. A it was only probably like twenty five yard shot, but still like just plopping it up there. And I remember you sometimes just fill it right when I connected. I was like, dang that's got to be right there. It's got to be close, just based on the way the the green went, and then it just funny because i couldn't see it either but i could hear it when it hits the flag stick that's such a a cool feeling when you do that and so like yeah like golfers forever gonna say you know that shot that one shot brings you back right you'll be having a bad day but you hold one out from even 25 yards you hit a 40 foot putt, something you're like i'm back you know it it brings you back that's what i love about the game you know I'll uh, I'll finish on that. I just want to say to you, thank you both of you gentlemen for being on the episode today. I've had so much fun. It's been a blast. You know, um, Urban, being a veteran, thank you so much for your sacrifice for us to have the freedoms to do this. Um, you know, the, the sacrifices you made uh, are important to this country and are important to what we're able to do out on the golf course with Ralvery Golf and Cart pod. So salute to you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank both you gentlemen. I, I love you guys, appreciate your friendship. Um, thank you to our sponsors today for the show. You know, you, you guys Make it happen for those listening. Go show them some love, they support us, we support them. Um, we're gonna keep rocking and rolling. You know, we'll have episode three coming out in a couple weeks. So, hope you guys enjoy. Signing off, Maddie Funkster here. Much love. Go give us a follow, go give us some likes. This is the Car Buddies Podcast by rivalry Golf. Well, see you later.
2: Much love.
1: Keep your golf cart,
0: girls.
1: Of fire, lips of gold, a queen.